It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. 94 WIP FM HD1 Philadelphia from the Tasty Cake Studios. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We are live for the very last time of the NFL season. This is uh, this is going to do it for us until March. We're not exactly going anywhere, which feels nice for the first time that we we know where we're coming back to after this season. I just want to thank everybody for uh, it's been an incredible year. Uh, it's BGN Radio, John Barcher, James Elton, of course, Mr. Brandon Lee Gouton, the high priced, very nice free agent that uh, seriously hashtag hire BLJ. Philly Mag, what are you doing? It's him. It's Derek. You got to get your stuff together. That's a whole different topic that I will keep pounding on each and every week while we're here. But uh, James, how you feeling, buddy? Super Bowl weekend. Uh, you got what the little cocktail winnies? What are you? What are you? What are you rocking uh, on Sunday here? Hashtag hire BLG is what I'm, <laughs> I'm rocking there, and, and hire Godner as well. But um, yeah, uh, look, man, it's exciting. And, and like you just said, John, just to take a second and. Thank thank WIP, first of all, for giving us this opportunity all season and and moving forward, you know, coming back here and, and just being a part of this kind of family has been really special. And also the, the the new listeners and the people we've gotten to talk to. So, man, I'm psyched. This is this is awesome. Uh, a little Super Bowl action. Hopefully next year we're talking about, you know. Some Eagles action in the yeah, playoffs yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> Probably not to this point, unless no, there's some, no, uh, some uh, miracle shocking. We're not going to have one of those, hey, what are you, what's it going to take for the Eagles to get back in the Super Bowl that nope, we only saw once in our, in our, in most of our lifetimes anyway. I know the 19, there's still some folks hanging around when 1980 was around. I hope so. I hope that there aren't, you know, they're not all gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, BLG, uh, more importantly, tonight at 8 o'clock, we're, there, there could be, I mean, I don't know if we want to claim to yell or not. I kind of do because... Because it was fun, and, and and why wouldn't we? Brian Dawkins, T.O., announcement comes tonight at 8 o'clock, whether or not 
they're going to make the hole. Should both of them get in? Absolutely. Should they get in? Absolutely. Will they get in? Especially with Dawkins, I don't think so, and I think that's a crime. Well, will will they get in? He will get in. It's just tonight. I don't will they get in this tonight. year? Yeah, right. agreed. Agreed. Yeah, they they need to be in there, both of them, definitely. And I'm with him. I, as much as I desperately want Brian Dawkins in the Hall of Fame, and I'm not one to normally, you know, I want these guys to be honored and stuff, but I don't really. It doesn't affect me that much one way or the other. With Dawkins, it does. Like I, I feel I will feel real joy if Brian Dawkins makes it deservedly into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I do think To gets in this year, though. I, I don't think Dawkins. No, no. If he doesn't, we all riot. I mean, that's kind of that's ridiculous <laughs> either way. I mean, you just look at you look at the the numbers, the total. You know, I heard uh, heard Rob and I heard you know Tank talking about that a little bit too, especially with the, with the you know Cunningham and a lot of the, those guys that. You know, really come to mind. T.O. is like a no doubt. He's one of the five best wide receivers Ever. in the history of the game. Yeah, like yeah. it's a, a automatic, no doubt, surefire hall. Uh, by the way, Tank uh, going a little less on the cologne. I noticed yes. when we come in the studio. No, I normally, can, it's I can blasted breathe in there. when I walk in <laughs> it's, here. It's, it's kinda, exciting. It's pretty amazing. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Throughout the entire show, we're going to be giving some just our favorite Super Bowl moments, Super Bowl memories. If you have, and, and it really doesn't have to be just specifically the game because. I probably have a couple of stories of just how I felt at the time or partying too hard or any good Super Bowl stories or memories that you might have. 888-729-9494, pound 94, 94 on your AT&T and Verizon cell phones. I, yeah, yeah. The the Hall of Fame, I, I think, is is going to be very important for Dawkins especially, and and I, I really hope. I know the odds are kind of stacked against them to get in tonight, but... Definitely deserves it over John Lynch, which we'll definitely be talking about as he's taking over. over. general manager, yeah. John Lynch. Uh, unbelievable in San Francisco. I want to focus on just a couple of Eagles rumors that have been going around. And I got to say, for the third week in a row, we've kind of hit all these little sprinkles, and then suddenly the beat writers are reporting on them. So, you know, we talked about splashes. That's kind of brewing up a little bit. How is clearing out cap space? We talked about Jason Kelsey possibly being a, a surprise cut. Now that's looking more and more likely. And then all of a sudden, Elliot Shore Parks comes out and says, Hey buddy, hey John, you know that you know that uh, Kenny Stills train that you've been riding here for the last <laughs> three or four weeks? Well, gear up, because that looks like that they're they're in the mix here. Uh and and BLG, what what do you make of this, man? I mean, is that just an obvious connection there, or do you think that you know the Eagles would be serious about bringing in Kenny Stills here? First of all, why would you listen to any other podcast or any <laughs> other radio show when we're just nailing everything over yeah, here? Seriously, I mean that's my first thought. Uh, but onto the Eagles themselves, yeah, I think you know obviously uh, when Howie Roseman talked about free agents in his end of season press conference right after the season, he he mentioned you know he the Eagles are looking for guys that can kind of grow with the team. Kenny Stills. Unlike Deshaun Jackson, who is 30, Kenny Sills is only 24, 25. You know, he you sign him. He's going to be here for the next, you know, a considerable amount of time. He can grow with Carson Wentz. That makes a lot of sense. He's he's probably going to be maybe a little bit less than Deshaun Jackson, maybe more. I'm not sure exactly where the numbers come in yet, but he's going to give you that deep threat, and he could be there here for a long time, and I think that's a big appeal. Yeah, especially when comparing it to Deshaun, and I know there's a, a large swath of this fan base that wants Deshaun back, and We've talked about John has been riding that train that, that Kenny Stills is a younger, and we agree, probably not quite to the level of Deshaun. Definitely. But a younger version and can do a lot of what Deshaun does. He's going to come cheaper. and he just it, it makes sense both from, as you were talking about, what they're looking for to build, but also from filling that need from price. It just it, it, it is a perfect fit, especially, obviously, you need to get him at a good price, but... I think I'm 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 really excited about this news. And let me just say this because I know that there's 
there is a certain thing that is going around specifically with with Kenny Stills. And again, it's not to, I'm not trying to pump this guy up into, oh, he's so special and whatever. He's an up-and-coming receiver that fits in between like a wide receiver two slash possession guy slash deep threat that you can put around. You can put him in the slide. You can put him on the outside. You can do a couple of different things with him. There's a thing about him being this, oh, he just drops balls or whatever. And it's just not true. Everybody looks at that one highlight from this season. Yeah, it was that season, one play. And it was, a ter- it was the, uh, uh, the worst drop I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to take that away. But, like, that's that's that happens to a lot of guys every, every now and again. His drop rate is the same as Deshaun and a lot of other people in this league. It's, it's very small. He does catch balls in traffic, tough yards. Those type of, it, it just makes too much sense to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I saw a lot more Kenny Stills breaking past receivers for long touchdowns this year than I did Kenny Stills drops. And to BLG's point, I mean, it feels like Kenny Stills has been around forever. He really, you know, he's still young and significantly younger than Deshaun. Uh, BLG, I, I, I really think it's it's one of those guys where, you know, again, we always have to couch these things with the price, but assuming what he's going to make, it really does seem like a borderline perfect fit in terms, obviously not their big splash, but in terms of, of need and fit, it seems like a, a good one. I think it could be the splash from the perspective of even going back to last year, there was talk from Peter King, I believe, that you know Harry Roseman was looking for that deep speed wide receiver. This is something they've been looking for. I think Kenny Stills fit that. Now, going back to last week's show and talking about how the Eagles are probably not going to sign one guy in free agency and, and not only should sign one guy in free agency, but you might have to sign multiple players. I think, you know, Kenny Stills could be that maybe top guy. He's not necessarily a star, but that top guy. And you're also bringing in another guy, uh, you know, maybe a more veteran receiver, just a guy who, you know, if you're complaining about those drops and maybe Kenny Stills doesn't have the best hands, uh, just a reliable guy you can get in free agency, maybe like a Brian Quaker, whoever from just a solid guy to bring in who can catch a football. Yeah, and I think if, the, the you know, in, in speaking of last week too, if you bring in Kenny Stills, a guy like Pierre Garcon, whew, now you're talking. Now you have something, you know, and then you can worry about whatever falls your way in the draft. You can, you know, not w- rely on second round or third round or whoever that's gonna you're gonna have to draft and get in there anyway, and have Carson Wentz <laughs> throw to something like that's that again. The baseline very small here. You're not looking for this huge playmaker. You're looking for something that's gonna move the offense, and it honestly frees you up to take a, a stud running back. If the draft is allowing you and speaking to you that way. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing, and we talked about it to bring up uh, Brandon's favorite player of all time in a separate sport. Uh, <laughs> that was the go, and I think uh, the the luckily it seems like a lot of Sixers fan base is coming around to the fact that Jaleel Okafor is just not very good. But what only we, took. Yeah, but that was because we <laughs> kept. Lord. But that's why because we kept hearing, oh, how can you judge him because he doesn't have a point guard to get him the ball. He doesn't have, and, and it's hurting his development and all that. And, and I do think that flipping it to the Eagles here, just the idea of having Carson Wentz be able to have guys that he can somewhat count on will really help his development. It will help him improve and grow and learn. I think we some of the struggles we saw last year were were born out of frustration, out of knowing that guys were not open, that guys would not catch the ball and whatnot. I mean, he's a human being that's going to weigh on him one way or another. Just having anyone he can count on, as many guys as you can bring in that he can count on, is going to be huge for this kid moving forward. And this is something that we talked about on the podcast this week at BGN underscore radio, which you can find. We went into a ton of different senior bowl stuff. So if you are interested in really diving deep into prospects, Ben Natan, who is our lead draft writer there. Also, uh, Teron Davenport, who is part of the Eagles Wire and now part of the, the BGN podcast crew. And of course, you've heard him on here before. We really dive deep into 
you know, a lot of those different situational spots, uh, specifically in wide receiver and running back, and it's it's fantastic. Those guys are awesome. I bring that up only because we talked about this a little bit. Which position now makes the most impact if you have elite talent as far as win totals go? So if you have a shutdown corner, does that win them two more games? If they have an elite running back, does that win them more games? BLG, where do you think position-wise they would have, uh, you know, that that kind of impact? And not player-specific, but... You know, and you're also not just saying draft specific, right? Like not in terms. You're saying some if someone. Oh yeah, either one. It could, it could be free agency you're too. You're just saying like uh, having a a much better player at that position. What's and a, yeah, right? an elite okay. player at one of those positions. What's the best one that kind of makes this team win more games right now? I've been pounding this drum a lot in, in podcast form. I've written articles about it. I look at the running back position and really think that's what makes a difference. Now I know like. There's this thought now that it's just not as important. It's a passing league. Like I get that, but look, look who's playing in the Super Bowl this Sunday: the Atlanta Falcons. The Eagles beat that team, and you know how they beat that team because they controlled the clock and they didn't allow that Falcons offense to be in the field the whole game and score points and things like that. We've seen it in Dallas. The Cowboys have had the, their biggest, their last two biggest successful seasons have come when they had Zeke this past year, who was awesome for them, and DeMarco Murray in 2014 when he led the NFL in rushing. You look at Nick Foles. Nick Foles, <laughs> who is a, not a good quarterback, had a Are very, you sure? I wish, I am very still young. Sure I still need more ne- time. I've never really heard he, you say that. He is, he is not a good quarterback, but he had an amazing season because LaShawn McCoy led the NFL in rushing, and it took so much pressure off of him, and it made everything easier for him. I think if Carson Wentz had that for him to something – where you know you're not even putting the pressure on him because look, you're not. The Eagles have a ton of needs, and they're not going to be able to fix all of it in the one off season. I think the running, improving the running game has such a huge effect because the the defense isn't on the field as much. You're not relying on receivers as much because you don't have to throw the ball as much. You're taking pressure off of Carson Wentz. I think the running game is really what could be key moving forward. I, I BLG after our discussions on the podcast at BGN underscore Radio. Uh, kind of has sold me on the running back thing. I said my draft strategy, trade up for Lennon Fournette, go get him. Uh, but I, I I would disagree. I, I think the number one position, if you get an elite, elite guy there that is going to make the biggest difference for this team is an edge rusher. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, I can totally the, see that. I think, I think right now the way the game is played outside of quarterback, I think having an elite edge rusher is the next most important thing in this sport right now. And, and cornerback is... Very close for me as well. Like a shutdown guy makes such a difference. But if you have a guy who can get to the quarterback over and over and over again, it helps the entire defense in such a massive way. So it, for me, that's my gut instinct is, is an edge rusher. And we talked a lot about that this week because this draft class coming in here is so deep at pass rush. It often is kind of overlooked in in some of those regards. And there's still there's still some some draft Twitter infighting exactly who's number one, who's number well, and everybody knew who's number one. Miles Garrett is number but, one. But yeah. two, two, two through five yeah, is kind of like Allen, a, a, a all toss those guys, up. Yep. Solomon Thomas is, is burning. And the one name that gets lost in the shuffle time and time again, Carl Lawson, who again and again was always and, and they interviewed uh, Larry Tunsil about about this last year and even into this season was who is the most dangerous pass rusher you, you faced and it was him. So if you constantly think of that, any one of those guys that end up panning out where you have Brandon Graham, you have Fletcher Cox, and even if even if Benny Logan is not here next year, yep. the ability to close and have all that is a, is, is a dominating thing. And I, I completely agree. But no, I knew there but, was a but coming. Next. I will say what also, and it and it's and it goes both ways. It's vice versa here. If you have an elite number one corner 
that covers up for that extra I this, second. I was this close to saying corner, just so you know, this close. For that extra second where Brandon Graham can get there, where Fletcher Cox can get there. I think, and this is, and, and maybe you think that it's a little different. 888-729-9494, because I'm curious. If there was, if McKelvin or any of those guys held on for another half a second, another second, how many more sacks would Fletcher Cox have? How many more sacks do you think Brandon Graham would actually get home if there's literally nobody there to throw to for that period of time or incompletions or pass breakups? I actually think corner's going to impact that pass rush a little bit more than stacking another one on there. I'm Again, I'm fine with either. Yep. But but I really do think it, an impact shutdown corner will affect win totals the most this season if they end up getting one. Yeah, no, I think like I said, I was I was so close to going impact corner there, especially because they're more deficient there. I just think my overall belief in the edge rusher position is a little stronger and the importance of it. But I'm with you. I think if you look specifically at this team. You can absolutely argue that corner is is the number to get an elite guy there is the number one thing. All right, we'll go to uh, the phones. Let's uh, check out what's uh, going on with Jim. Jim, what's up, buddy? You're on BGN Radio. How's it going, guys? I think you're missing the point here. There's not but one reason why uh, Cooper had the season he had, LaShawn McCoy had the season he had, and uh, the offense held up the way it did. Was it's called Deshaun Jackson? He took the top off the field. Stop. And they could. <laughs> The reason, the reason why they had that great season, honestly, if we're being honest with ourselves in Philadelphia, for one year, Chip Kelly worked. That's it. And nobody, and no one knew what was coming. And then, and the, and then and afterwards. The offensive line not, stayed healthy no, for 16 games yeah. and was terrific. Are you kidding me? That was the biggest impact of that. And, and the running game, the run, Yeah, the running Deshaun, game and the offensive line. That offense worked because of the running game. That was why it worked. No, Deshaun Jackson took the top off the field. They couldn't stack the box. Then, then why did they? Then why was he able to get stopped in that playoff game in New Orleans, or against New Orleans? That was just one on one coverage. That's all. Shut down, Uh, Jim. I do agree that there is there's with any offense, with any any offense, a deep threat is always going to change the way teams cover you. They're always going to have to worry about that. I I don't bother you with that New Orleans thing. I can only tell you what happened in in Philadelphia. No, no, that that did happen in Philadelphia. Played New Orleans in the playoffs. Remember, Jim. They no, lost? I okay. no, I don't. I can only tell you that Deshaun Jackson was the main factor. Cool. One of the one of the main factors. Hash, I, I hashtag analysis. Did Deshaun play for the Cowboys in those just two years I brought up where <laughs> they led the NFL in rushing? I mean, that was no. Just... That's what it's, it. it uh, the, the it <laughs> time and time. I, I, I tell you what. Like I get to the point where Deshaun Jackson might have cured cancer, <laughs> and we just forgot about it. The best player on this football team throughout that time was Deshaun McCoy. Yeah. Sorry. Easily. Now, and, it wasn't now, even a question. Like the O-line stayed healthy, all five of them, for 16 games, and they were terrific. It was Mathis playing well. Peters, Kelsey all was good that. in that you system. A, you have it a Hall of Fame left tackle that's still on, playing. And close enough to his prime. Like, come on, man. All right, let's go to John in North Philadelphia. John, what's going on, buddy? How are you this afternoon? Hey, man, I totally agree with you guys, man. If we had extra, I mean, cornerbacks that guarded just a couple of more seconds, Brandon Graham would have been... Then I mean, praise all, all high. Yeah, uh, yeah, you just praise you, enough. Yeah, you just think about the kind of year that he had, and unfortunately, because the team stunk and they only won seven games, and you know, a, a lot of those teams, the, the Bengals did, thing that happened there. I and mean, he didn't it, close out, and I mean, not right. his fault. He, it, very much because of this reason, but because he doesn't have the sack numbers. If he had gotten a few more right. sacks, people would have talked about him a lot more. Yeah, absolutely. Most, I mean, way, I, way more, man. He's 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 basically to be honest, to be, to be honest with you. To be honest with you 
for the past, I mean, for the past two years that I've seen him play, man, man, he he done he done changed tremendously, man. So whatever they, I mean, whatever they doing to help him out is please get him a cornerback to guard just an extra second so he can get there because most of the plays he was just like a fingertip away from the quarterback and the quarterback just said let it off, just let it off. If he has a little bit more help, man, our defense would be re-ramped even more with him, I mean, getting to that quarter, I mean, uh, to that cornerback. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, and and, and 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 it's true because I mean Brandon Graham I think led the league in hurries this this season right, so right he did or, or very close top five somewhere around there I think Mac or Miller might have led it but he was right up there yeah so uh, yeah he would have been he would have been there I mean because listen everybody had the I mean double team cock so they left out Graham so if I mean if they keep going with that I mean that same play I mean that same game plan and get a get a cornerback uh, man our man our line is going to be. A force to be reckoned with. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't. I don't disagree, John. I think we we try and figure out, you know, what what was the issue with that defensive line, and you know, I'll, I will always argue that you have to keep Benny Logan here to keep that here, and you know, disappointment with Vinnie Curry and a lot of that stuff. But I think if there was w- one thing you could point to in those wins that BLG has talked about in the past, why it was why things were successful against teams like Atlanta and Pittsburgh. Because the corners yep. did their job yep. most of the time. It was you remember it was the quietest 170 yard game or whatever it was for Julio Jones that you could remember, and a lot of that was, again was ball control and a lot of that stuff. So well, yeah, and it was a lot of and I I think it's something that Belichick is going to try and do this weekend. You know, the whole like take away their best player. You can't take away Julio completely, but I think we could see a you know 10 catches for 90 yards type of game from Julio, which was kind of what we saw in Philly. They got him the ball. But it wasn't the yak. It wasn't those big plays. It wasn't the, you know, 75-yard touchdown where he's mauling people and just running down the field. So I think you're going to see a lot of that this weekend, and, and I think it's crucial to beating the Falcons or, or an offense like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it could be. It could end up that this is the Muhammad Sanu game or something like that because Belichick is that type of guy where he's going to find the best thing that you do and try and take it away from you. And we'll debate on that as we will finally shift over into the Super Bowl. We'll look back at the uh, the NFL season and kind of see where it's going and, and your opinions as well. 888-729-9494 right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sports Radio 94 WIP 2020 Sports. I'm Sue Schilling. It'll be the Patriots and Falcons Super Bowl 51 from Houston tomorrow. Kickoff 630. And the game can be heard right here on 94 WIP. Tonight, the 2017 Pro Football Hall of Fame class will be announced. Former Eagles Brian Dawkins and Carol Owens are among the finalists. The Flyers and Kings were scoreless after regulation at the Wells Fargo Center this afternoon. The game went to overtime, and it was a former Flyer scoring the game winner. Jeff Carter scored for the Kings in overtime, so the Kings beating the Flyers in OT 1-0. The Sixers play the Heat in Miami tonight. Sixers once again will be without Joel Embiid, who is recovering from a knee injury. Jaleel Okafor will start tonight. And during today's shoot-around in Miami, Okafor addressed the trade rumors. Focusing on what I can control and that being here, I don't get into the trade rumors and all that stuff. Nerland's Noel is listed as probable and would come off the bench. Tip-off tonight is set for 7.30. CBS 3 Eyewitness Weather, partly cloudy and cold tonight, low 27, it's 36 in Philadelphia. Get the story 20 minutes before and after every hour. For breaking news and scores, go to cbsphillysports.com. Follow Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. 2020 Sports on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 
Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Wing Bowl number 25. Wing Bowl 25 was the biggest ever. The greatest Wing Bowl in a quarter century. The best fans in the country. The crowd was fantastic. Coolio. Coolio. Beautiful wingettes Philadelphia has ever seen. Beautiful wingettes who are throwing thongs out into the crowd. Oh, wow. Oh, Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Wow, Philadelphia looking good. I probably have some children in the audience here. <laughs> <laughs> A new wing bowl champion was crowned. 409 chicken wings. Notorious B.O.B. Five is now history. Wing Bowl 25. Brought to you by Steven Singer Jewelers, DJ Wheelahan, Barb's Harley Davidson, and Colonial Hyundai of Downingtown. We couldn't be prouder. Where Wing Bowl happens. Sports Radio 94. WIP. Good news. You have an agent. Not a talent agent. I'm talking about a Geico agent. So if you need some personal one-on-one service and want to save money on car insurance, you have an agent in your area. Just remember, they're not talent agents. So no singing. John Barchard here from BGN Radio, and a lot of people ask me, how do you take your podcast to the next level? How can you do live remotes from different venues? What's the best equipment to use? How do you get started? Well, my friends over at New Media Studios and Trevos have all the answers. It is a complete one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. A top-of-the-line professional studio with unbeatable prices. You can record your own show with an on-site producer. They'll stream it live, and they'll even host your podcast so they can distribute it to iTunes or any other podcast provider. New Media Studios is also the best in the business if you need to take your podcast on the road. They have everything you need to broadcast live from any venue that you're heading to. And as someone that has been in podcasting for over 10 years, New Media Studios takes all my stress away. I don't have to worry about anything but talking into the microphone. So go check them out at NewMediaRecordingStudios.com. That's NewMediaRecordingStudios.com. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters. Stop a aggressive collection actions and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you but don't delay it's important to act now while you still have options optima is a rated with the better business bureau optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients get your life back call now for your free consultation call 800-959-4963 800-959-4963 optima tax relief some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is an important message for sleep apnea sufferers from noted sleep expert, Dr. Jay White. A CPAP device offers vital sleep apnea therapy. Unfortunately, too many sleep apnea sufferers leave their big, bulky CPAP device at home when they travel because dragging it along is such a hassle. This is very unhealthy and potentially very dangerous. That's why I recommend Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. Transcend is a medical engineering marvel. It's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Transcend is so small and so light, it travels easily in your briefcase or purse. It's FDA cleared and FAA approved too, so you can get the healthful sleep you need anywhere, even while flying. And that's exactly what sleep experts like me recommend for our sleep apnea patients. 
Now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 nights. Guarantee your 10-night trial by calling minicpap.com now. 1-800-300-9019. 1-800-300-9019. 1-800-300-9019. John Ritchie here. I want to invite you to join me and my friends at Bud Light for the biggest, baddest Super Bowl 51 party in Bucks County. Join me at Bailey's Bar and Grill in Levittown for Super Bowl 51. Bailey's features $2.50 Bud Light drafts and $9 Bud Light pitchers during the game. Don't forget, order your wings early for the game. Find them online at baileysbarpa.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. Overall draft pick by the Sixers, Ben Simmons, will make his NBA debut in days. You heard it here first. Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. My all-time number one Super Bowl in my lifetime. Is uh, Bills Giants? Oh no! Right? I mean, that was that was. I the know. Super Bowl twenty five. Giants won the freaking wide right. I can't believe that thing didn't go in. I still can't believe that happened. Poor Scott. You know, I mean, yeah, and, and then they cut him two two years later, yeah. a year later after that. When they when they, I I can't believe, and I don't know if anybody because I wasn't I was a kid growing up, but there wasn't really an attachment to anything. Yet at that point, because, you know, I wasn't unfortunately born here and it took me until third or fourth grade to understand uh, to, how to be an Eagles fan. But at that time, in any Super Bowl, I always rooted for the underdogs. Abs- absolutely. That was my first hate of the New York Giants is because of that game. I mean, just everything that's surrounding it. It's odd that you go even go back to, to that Super Bowl and that's kind of the first emergence of Bill Belichick and how they kind of slowed down that, uh, honestly, the K-gun and the fast up-tempo and a lot of that was just saying, you know, and after watching that 30 for 30, it's kind of ingenious. You're like, you know, invite them to run, keep them passing. They're not going to want to change their their game plan or anything, and they were still within a field goal, which started that crazy run of of four Super Bowls in a row, which doesn't get, I don't think it's enough credit for, that, that has never happened. That'll never happen again. It's one of the most amazing. Win or lose. No one will ever be back four consecutive times. One of times. the most amazing accomplishments. I mean, even though they didn't win, really one of the most amazing accomplishments in football history, in my mind, uh, to have the ability to keep going back. That's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. You know, we talk about it with LeBron and all, how many finals he's been to in a while. Uh, but, I mean, that Bills team wasn't, that was a solid AFC conference at the time, too. There was still good. <laughs> not great. Not great. But there were still good quarterbacks there. Yeah, and there, there were some people. Uh, but regardless, it, regardless, just the amount of of to to ramp it up every year and with injuries and all the types of things that play in. But for me, I was a hardcore Eagles fan at that point, living in New York, watching it with Giants fans. It was one of the worst experiences <laughs> oh, of my God. life. They were chanting hallelujah and running around the room, and I was like practically yeah, in tears. I think we would be too. It's yeah. awesome. It was great. BLG, I don't think you, were you around for that Super Bowl? Wow, oh. look at this baby face. Wow. Hang it out. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness. I don't I, know what to I think. I feel like... <laughs> I feel now. We're getting ancient, older, buddy. I'm an ancient, I feel. Ancient. Well, it is BGN Radio. Uh, John Barcher, James Zeltzer, and Brandon Lee Gouton hanging out with you until uh, 6 o'clock. And, you know, if you have some Eagles points in between here, we'd love to hear them, but we're going to focus more just on the Super Bowl itself, and kind of what's happened this season. And I guess this is where my the, the first question comes to me about this game. Can this Super Bowl 
save the NFL season? Because I look back at this and I go, wow. And, you know, we talk about, and, and, and trust us, you know, there, we know if we're feeling old, there is a lot older, awesome football fans that have seen probably a lot more than we have. But I really cannot remember a time other than a strike year, which we'll kind of leave it to the side there, where this NFL season was definitely the worst I've ever experienced. Are we overreacting to that, James? I No, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, like... The worst I've ever experienced, it's hard to kind of, you know, remember each season in that way. But in terms of the quality of play, in terms of the officiating, in terms of just the the ugliness of the product, I think this is the worst that I remember. And, and it's carried into the playoffs. I mean, if you look at the playoffs, uh, average the margin of victory in, in the playoffs is 15.7 points. And if you take out the Green Bay, Dallas, and Pittsburgh, Kansas City game, games it's 19 points i mean we just have not seen great football played especially great matchups the dallas uh obviously green bay game is one we'll remember but outside of that like there are very few football games dallas pittsburgh that game earlier in the season there are very few football games like even just individual games that stand out to me from the season it's like oh remember that one no <laughs> that's what i'm saying like i don't know yeah. I don't, I, you're, you're talking about the dallas and in, in pittsburgh and I kind of semi remember Ezekiel Elliott runs down we, there, right? I remember oh, that's right. Because we were actually at BGN underscore radio. You can go back and listen <laughs> to the archives. It's me reacting to watching the screen instead mm. of paying attention to the podcast we're doing. So yeah. that's why I probably remember it so well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I don't know. I, BLG, I, I look at this as like Atlanta and I look at the Patriots. And yes, they. I'm not saying that they're. They're bad teams. They're they're great. They should be in the Super Bowl. They're both doing like really good things on one side of the ball. Like you know, and we'll we'll get into that as well. Are, are they are these really great teams though? I mean, it, it's Tom Brady who's always been kind of there, and this is kind of the the second year. And Kyle Shanahan's put together some great things on that offense. The defense has kind of put itself together a little bit. Guys that you didn't expect to stand up, like you know Jalen Collins and those guys have been playing really well in this playoff run, but it, are these two really great football teams or they're just the king with one eye that's that's better than anybody else in the NFL right now? I think you look back at the season and I think it's, you see some funny losses for these teams. You look at the Patriots and they got like their butts kicked at home kind of by Seattle. I mean, that's weird. Like Seattle, not a very good road team at all. And somehow they go into New England and knock the crap out of the Patriots. And look at the Falcons. They lost to the Eagles. <laughs> the How Eagles. much worse can it get than that? And not only, like, lose to them, but they had, like, a season low in points and everything. Against, you know, like, everyone's ripping Jim Swartz by the end of the season. I mean, he shut that team down. So it is kind of weird when you look at those teams in that respect. And getting back to what James was saying, just about this being a, a bad season, it was just really a boring season yeah. because of that, because of the games weren't close and everything. And that's that's kind of weird because when you look at the NFL, usually I think, one of the best things you can say about the NFL in general is that the parody is great. You know, you go into every year thinking your team, unless you're the Browns, <laughs> unless your your team has a chance to win the Super Bowl, at least go to the playoffs or something like that. It's just not like that in the NBA. You know, you're, if you're not a fan of the Spurs, if you're not a fan of the Cavs and not or a war, the Warriors, or the Warriors pretty much done. Yeah. So it's like, what's the point? So I think that's one of the, the most unique things about the NFL. And it just it didn't have that same feel this year. Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, as far as the the segmenting to your question about are they great teams, I don't know if they're all-time great, but I would say they're great teams. I mean, this Atlanta offense, I know they had some weird losses, but they also they should have won in Seattle. They got screwed. Yes. I mean, that, that was absolutely yes. pass interference. Outrageous. 
And when you look, I mean, if they're the eighth highest scoring offense in the history of football, 33.8 points per game. And not just that, you watch that offense play, and obviously, especially in the playoffs, it's really impressive. I mean, Matt Ryan threw touchdown passes to 13 different receivers. It looks like you watch that offense, it looks like everyone's open on every play. It's unbelievable. And on the flip side, you know, Brady, Belichick, it, it's the best defense they've had in a while. The whole number one scoring thing is a little you know, misleading. Yeah, I think they were 16th in DVOA. But there's still a, there's still a, a, a solid Patriots defense with – uh, I mean, outside of, you know, not having Gronk with the Deion Lewis. And, I mean, they got weapons on offense, too. I, I think this is a matchup of two really good bordering on great teams, but not all-time great. I'm, I, and I'm curious what you guys think about Atlanta's future and how much of this is really on Dan Quinn and how much this is really on Kyle Shanahan. Because I think this is it for them. I When I think of the Falcons heading into this thing, do you guys remember the last time the Falcons were in the Super Bowl, by the way? 1998. Yeah. Well, the dirty you, Bird. You guys kind of remember what happened through all that? There was Are you all talking this... about Gary Anderson missing the kick and all well, that. Well, there's that. And there's just in uh, shouts to University of Iowa, Tim Dwight taking, Timmy Dwight. taking the opening uh, kickoff for the touchdown. And then Some it was over after that. Or yeah, like white that. lightning. Yeah, white lightning. Every, every, every get in the, in the late <laughs> 90s. I actually, I went to, I went to, my brother went to high school with him. So, like, seeing that kid <laughs> going from, like, the high school field to that That's was cool. incredible. But, I get the sense that this is where it's at now, too. Like, it is – that's how this game is going to go. There's going to be some excitement right in the first quarter, and Atlanta's going to come out swinging, and then all of a sudden it's just going to be railroaded, and I think the game's going to be over the tail Ooh, end of the third quarter. May, well, I really we'll, do. We'll find out how I – I hope f- that doesn't go. We'll find out how I feel that in that, uh, you know, thing about in the uh, Ring the Bell picks coming up at oh, 540. Yes, yes, But I will say to your point about whether Atlanta's done – I do think that Kyle Shanahan obviously just said that offense. You watch him. Everyone's open all the time. I think he's a huge part of that and a huge part of their success. But I'm not willing to say that that I still really like Dan Quinn. I like the way he goes about coaching. I like how much of an emphasis he puts on toughness and competitiveness. And also, on the defensive side of the ball, I, I know they're not that great defense now, though they've played really well in the playoffs, but... They've got pieces, man. I mean, Deion Jones, second-round pick this year, is potentially going to be one of the best linebackers in football. Keanu Neal, potentially a a great safety. Trufant, when he gets healthy. Beasley, I think that that while they're losing Shannon, I think they're going to get much better on the defensive side of the ball moving forward, in which case I think it'll kind of balance out a little. I think they stay good. I I mean, for the sake of the league, I kind of hope they do because I I just have the feeling that it's just – they're not going to be back there next year. Which is fair. Well, I don't know if they'll be back at the, in the Super Bowl. You know, no, no, I'm saying think, like on that run sure, or whatever. Sure, and look, I mean, look, how many times do we see it? What happened to Carolina this year? It seems like almost, you know, what is it? The Super Bowl loser hasn't made the playoffs in like a really long time or once in a long time. I know it's a, a thing, um, but I, I still, I feel like the, the, the base there is still strong enough. And I like Dan Quinn. Well, you know why they'll be fine is because although they might be losing Kyle Shanahan, they're going to hire Chip Kelly as offensive coordinator. So what could <laughs> go right. wrong? Oh, no, no, I no, forgot no, about that. Wrong. I would like to to take that answer over again. They're screwed. They won't be good. <laughs> That'll be very curious how they kind of handle that. I don't know if that it, – it's weird to get a read on if that is just coming from Chip Kelly's agent yeah, or if it's if, real or, or not. from whatever because there's been conflicting reports about that, you know, like – uh, Ian's Ian going out there, Ian Rappaport, and just saying like, "Yeah, no, he's in line for that job." And then Lockin Four goes, "I don't know what the hell everybody's talking about. I don't. I don't think that's that would be a very weird option." And especially that's what I'm saying. I think that offense is so dependent on Kyle Shanahan, and I and, and honestly, 
We'll get into the, what's going to happen in San Francisco with go, wh- so what you, happens you there. You actually have to say football czar in San Francisco, yeah. Kyle Shannon. Yeah, I think it, it's the actual title. Yeah, exactly. Him and him and Daddy <laughs> are going to basically run the show up there, and John Lynch is going to make a ton of phone calls to Mike and be like, hey, is this the right thing to do? Uh, and I, I just think that if you're going to change anything out of what they've done that dramatically, and I, I'm not even sure – if Chip Kelly looks at this thing and goes, no, this thing works, and I'm just going to put some wrinkles he in might. it or whatever because it is humming, it is doing those things, I, I really do. Because th- are we really saying that Matt Ryan suddenly came out of nowhere and is playing to his potential at 34? No, it's a good question. He's 31. 31? He looks like he's 34 because of that <laughs> punchable face. I don't think – I think Shannon is a huge part of it, but I also – I do believe that quarterback in the NFL is a position where you can take leaps later in your career, or at least a, a little bit of a leap. I mean, Joe Flacco did take a leap, even if he has kind of regressed back. We've seen that you can take somewhat better of a, than Peyton Manning, somewhat man. of a leap. <laughs> 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 uh, but you know, I, I I think that what we're seeing from Ryan, I don't think I think this is his Mark Rippon year. I think this is his his year that you could look back Ooh, nice at. Nice reference, Thank like you. that. Thank you. But I do think that he is going to. I think Matt Ryan will be better than we. I think that. He'll be better than he's been in the past moving forward, but this is a special case. Kind of, you know, well, yeah, and it's all wrapped up into 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 this one thing. That's why I, he's never he's never shown this kind of consistency. So I, I I'll be curious if no matter what happens, if there is a Super Bowl hangover one way or the other, whether they mm-hmm. win this thing or not, how this kind of plays out. And again, I I think what the Patriots have to do is is really just I I, I don't know if Julio's the answer. I don't know if that is is what it is what it's going to be. But I I think that their running game That's really right. just predicates on their offensive uh, on the passing game working. I don't think they're leading off with that. I don't think they're coming in here and going, we're uh, gonna go in and, and they, smash this thing I don't out. Know but if they are, but I do think that that the running game is is probably the key to victory for them. Yep. You know, I, don't you? I think that free, and just of course you do. We were just talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, I think Freeman and Coleman and, and the different looks and they're just their zone running scheme is a good matchup for that Patriots defense. Uh, you know, especially with a guy like Branch in the middle. I mean, Branch, this is like what the what the Falcons do, and Branch was a, a terror in that Pittsburgh game. I mean, it like what Atlanta does theoretically should negate a lot of what Branch does. I think it's a good matchup for the running attack. I think they – I don't know if they come out trying to play smash mouth, but I think that they have to run the ball well to win the football game. And by the way, if Atlanta comes out and wins this thing and the two running backs have a really good game, the first person that mentions, see, this is why you don't – spend a high pick on running backs is going to get a flaming bag of poo sent to their doorstep because I am tired of hearing about that. And we'll get into more of that right here on BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sports Radio 94 WIP 2020 Sports. I'm Sue Schilling. Tomorrow, Super Bowl 51 is set for Houston. The Patriots and Falcons will battle it out. Kickoff 630. The game could be heard right here on 94 WIP. The 2017 Pro Football Hall of Fame class will be announced. Former Eagles Brian Dawkins and Terrell Owens are are among the finalists. The Flyers fell to the Kings this afternoon at the Wells Fargo Center in overtime. one nothing. The final, Michael Neuverth was brilliant in goal throughout the game. However, it was former Flyer Jeff Carter scoring for the Kings to win it in overtime. The Sixers play the Heat in Miami tonight. The Sixers will once again be without Joel Embiid, who is recovering from a knee injury. Jaleel Okafor is set to start tonight and spoke today during the shoot-around in Miami. 
And he says he just tries to block out the trade rumors. Now, just trade rumors is something that's going to be a part of my life probably for the hard time in the NBA. So um, I've been hearing it since I've been in the NBA about me being traded. And I just try to focus on what I can and it's being here on this team and trying to help the team win. Tip-off tonight, 7.30. CBS 3 Eyewitness weather, partly cloudy and cold tonight, low 27. It's 36 in Philadelphia. Get the story 20 minutes before and after every hour for breaking news and scores. Go to cbsphillysports.com. Follow Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. 2020 Sports on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, Chris Hardwick here. The Xfinity X1 Challenge is rolling on. So we put Xfinity Internet up against the competition in a time download race to show just how much faster people could download an entire HD show with Xfinity. Wow, that's impressive. Why wouldn't you want something that's going to come up on your screen so much faster? Then we told them that Xfinity delivers Internet speeds way faster than their current provider. I want the yeah, faster one. Yeah, great. I don't know why we haven't switched. After what I just saw, Xfinity, I'm sold. Xfinity Internet leaves the competition in the dust. Take the Xfinity X1 Challenge and see for yourself. Go to Xfinity.com slash challenge now to see how your service stacks up to Xfinity. Or new customers can try Xfinity with the Starter XF Triple Play from Comcast for $89.99 a month for 12 months and $114.99 a month your second year with a two-year agreement. Plus, upgrade to 200 megabits per second free for a year. That's double the speed. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today. Offerings through 2117. Restrictions apply. Equipment taxes and fees including broadcast TV and RSN fees extra and subject to change. After promo, regular rates apply. Hello, beautiful. Two words that are guaranteed to put a smile on her face every day. Hi, it's me, Steven Singer. Yep, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Let her know you think she's beautiful every day of the year with one of my famous gold dip roses. Brand new color for 2017 is Hello Beautiful. This long stem beauty is deeply and lavishly dipped in pure 24 karat gold. Give her my brand new Hello Beautiful rose. It's gorgeous and it's blue. A magnificent sparkling blue. The color blue that makes a woman fall in love with you. Picture it. A real long stem rose dipped in pure gold. It lasts for Forever, and this rose has sparkly blue petals trimmed in 24 karat gold. It all comes shipped for free in one of my signature gift boxes with your own personalized Valentine's Day message. Perfect for the blue tiefel woman in your life. Get your rose now by calling 888 I Hate Steven Singer or online at I Hate Always free shipping, always lifetime guarantees. One place, one price. That's I Hate the following is an incredible, life-changing, free offer for anyone with hearing problems who wants to start hearing everything more clearly again. We're now offering free in-home trials of a revolutionary hearing breakthrough called Listen Clear to anyone who calls this special toll-free number now, 1-800-400-1268. Call in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear is precisely designed by top audio engineers. It adjusts to let you find the perfect way to hear everything, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And Listen Clear is so invisible, people may not even know you're wearing it. And it's so lightweight, you may even forget you're wearing it too. Don't miss this special life-changing opportunity to hear everything more clearly again for free with a 100% free in-home trial, free shipping, and even free batteries for life. For free information, call now, 1-800-400-1268. That's 1-800-400-1268. 
1-800-400-1268. John Wick Chapter 2 wants to send one lucky winner and guest to the X Games in Norway. Go to johnwickisback.com and enter for your chance to win a trip to X Games Norway with airfare, hotel, and tickets to all the events. Plus, meet and greets with artists and athletes. Go to johnwickisback.com and enter for your chance to win this VIP experience at X Games Norway. John Wick Chapter 2, starring Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I'm back. In theaters February 10th. Public notice. Farm on me. Final winter clearance. Now through Monday. Designer outerwear. Calvin Klein, Madden Girl, Beverly Hills Polo, and more are an extra 50% off. Boots for the family are as low as five bucks. Fashion denim is five bucks. Hats, gloves, scarves, thermals are an extra 75% off. Save on sweaters, active wear, and fleece hoodies. Three bucks. Plus 30,000 dozen fashion items for the whole family are now a buck. No rain checks. This is it. Now. Come stretch those bills. Farm on me. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. My favorite Super Bowl memory was a little white guy running after a much bigger, not white guy, (laughs) Don Beebe. How about that? Running after Leon Lett. Obviously, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, so the, the whole memory... Not as much fun as uh, that play, but when oh, Leon Lett was when Leon Lett was was rumbling down the sideline, he's like, "I'm going to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl," and Don Beebe would not give up, and he just ran and ran and ran, and he slapped the ball out of his hand at the last second. Uh, my favorite super specific Super Bowl memory. I wouldn't say I my like favorite that. Super Bowl because it was what the, I think it was the fifty-two it was a, well, it was fifty-two a to seven Super Bowl. Yeah, but that specific memory was really fun, <laughs> and it's amazing to hear him talk about it because he was he's like. Yeah, I wasn't thinking, oh, he's not going to score on my watch or anything like that. He was just like, I was just going to make a play. And then kind of the outfall of all that, I was like, yeah, that's how you that's how you play the game and all that stuff. And I was just like, <laughs> no, I just, yeah, whatever. I mean, they, you still lost. So I, I guess I guess it's BGN Radio, John Barcher, James Seltzer, Brandon Lee Gatton. We're taking, uh, you know, we're talking about everything. We're talking about Super Bowl. We're talking about kind of your favorite memories, too, of it could be anything. Like, for, for instance, I, for, I remember the Ravens Giants Super Bowl, but for a completely different reason. I <clears throat> underage was <laughs> partaking in some extracurricular activities. And at one point I probably had alcohol poisoning. And oh, I just uh, and I tried to hide that fact for you know for whatever reason. But uh, I was I was I must have, I must have drank an entire bottle of vodka between friends and things. I ended up in a bathtub that I had no idea where I was and I somehow was Sober enough to go in and drive back to my parents' place. This was in high school. And they were decided that that Sunday, uh, and, and never in my lifetime have they ever thrown a Super Bowl party. But for some reason this year, they really wanted to do that. All their friends came over. So it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. And I opened the front door. And it's just a waft of egg casserole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bolt up to the bathroom for at least an hour to try and hide what I'm doing. I somehow recover out of it and remember having... The best apple crisp cinnamon bagel ever a- after all of that. And and then finally, I don't know. I have no idea how I got away with that. So mom and dad, there you go. I was completely semi-hammered <laughs> uh, for, <laughs> for, for the greatest defense to ever win that. So I'm that sure was, they're pretty happy to hear about yeah, that. Yeah, of course. And, the, the, you know, we're, and we're also talking about just what happened this NFL season and whether or not what kind of storylines you're going to be interested, I guess, heading into Next season. And the one thing that I am just there's so much curiosity, I think, for me going on with what the Cleveland Browns are doing. And there's a lot of 
a lot of Philly related things going on with that. So they're going to, I mean, the draft is in Philly. They have all the, you know, the, the picks that you have from, from Carson Wentz and you really want to see, all right, you guys were so smart to kind of pass this thing up. Where are you going with it? Is it, you know, are you, are you going to end up taking Deshaun Watson at some point? Is it Kaiser? Is it a guy later on like Pat Mahomes who's getting a lot of hype from Texas Tech now? Like, I, I want to see what the Cleveland Browns are going to do. Yeah, and I would even take it a step further than just, you know, right now in this offseason. I'm intrigued to see if this Browns thing works. I'm intrigued to see if bringing in Paul DePodesta, bringing in Sashi Brown, bringing in all these, you know, Harvard-educated, you know, analytics-type people who are clearly taking a, a very unique approach to team building in the NFL, I'm intrigued to see how it works out, BLG. I'm intrigued to see if if this can work similar to the to Hinky in my mind. You know, not quite as as brazen or as upfront about it, but they're taking a very similar approach to the NFL as what Sam Hinky took the NBA. Well, speaking of that comparison, another interesting thing to watch will be will the Browns have the patience to see it through? Is this a situation where, you know, there's going to be some rough years here and they're going to ha- that's going to be under this current regime. And are they going to make a transition to a new regime where, you know, they're there. Someone else is coming in and it's kind of like where Brian Colangelo is right now. And he, he comes in and he has all these assets to work with and all these, these things in front of him. And maybe he brings his own coach in as well. I know the Sixers have Brett Brown still, so that's a little bit of a different situation. That'll be interesting too. Will Hugh Jackson be able to survive all of this losing and come out on top and have a good team one day? And will the Browns actually maybe be a good team one day? <laughs> well, it's also interesting because they've already made some moves already. They're completely switching over their defense. You know, and they, yeah, they, brought Greg, they, they brought Greg Williams in. Yes, which is which is crazy. Ugh. What? You know, I, it is. Ew, yeah. ew, gross. Oh, God. Greg Williams, huh? okay. And you start to wonder about all the things that we talked about in the offseason. Like, well, why aren't the Eagles? Why aren't the Eagles even mentioning Hugh Jackson in any coaching search? This is this is crazy. This is insane. And and again, you start to think, well, maybe I don't know. Maybe they dodged a bullet here with all these kind of different decisions that they've made and you know, Kessler in the third round and, and a lot of these things. And I really, the debate to me for next offseason, it's really just going to be between all the Philadelphia Eagles fans and draft Twitter. Because if they if they have Deshaun Watson going in there in the first three games, he lights it up and they're doing great. It's going to be, this is why you wait. This is what, you know, they were really smart about this. And now you have to deal with Carson Wentz. And da, da, da. I can't wait. To, there's a part of me that it's very conflicting, just like you said, James. Like, I love the process of what they have done. Because it is so sixery in the NFL, and I love to see that. I love to see different things. Me too. Just to try them and see what's going Innov- on. Innovation, as it were, or but, attempted innovation. But if they fail, oh boy, <laughs> am I going to be knocking on that door? And I think, as Eagles fans, we need to make an agreement right now that if if we're not retweeting out, we don't think Carson Wentz is a is a is a top twenty quarterback or whatever the hell they said during that time. And Carson is here and lighting it up in his second year and getting progressively better. And there's things that are happening. If you don't think draft Twitter, I'm putting you on notice right now. If you don't think I'm going to take every single bad take that you've had about Carson Wentz and how smart the Browns are and the process and blah, 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 blah. Even though I'm yelling at Howie Roseman most weeks, day in and day out, I'm going to mess your stuff up, man. I can't wait for that to happen next season. So that there's that part of me that's, that's sitting there ready to rock and roll and just poop on everybody. Retweet like, Armageddon. Yes, exactly. Which is, which is, Brandon is, is involved on the Sixers side. So I, a, I, uh, a crucial resource. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
There's the, I, I, and so it's it's conflicting. Like I'm saying, I I want to see them. I want to see Cleveland succeed a little bit. I mean, geez, the, you think about the different NFL teams and the Lions, the Raiders, the, the things like that. I think we're, as Eagles fans, we can kind of all relate to that semi misery that they kind of go through. So it would be nice to see if they had an actual quarterback. But if the general manager is going to talk smack, I, 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 you know, I can't. That, yeah. There's that side of me that can't wait it, to it's unleash that. Dichotomy. That. It's tough because I'm with you. I would like to to see the Browns do well, just because. Again, like you said, John, I do. I do associate with those other fan bases who've gone through, you know, tough times and and all losing. And and there is nothing worse than what that. Literally nothing. I mean, not just the the continued losing. They lost their franchise for Christ's sake, and then came back, and it's been worse than ever. So you know, I I feel. Awful for that fan base, and I would like to see the winning, you know, start there. And also, like you said, John, I like to see innovation work. I like to see new ideas, and people have different ways of thinking about things, and not just saying, "Oh, this is the way it's done. Let's do it that way." So, I would like to see it work from that perspective. But obviously, you know, we we can't see, if you can't rip <laughs> out Carson and expect us not to come back at you, come on. And BLG, at what point can we declare that a win for the Eagles? Like when? At what uh, point? Day one of this past season it was already so? declared yeah. yeah that they made a huge mistake i think I, so I, well, because if they do draft a quarterback I don't know uh, that's that, better I don't than know carson it, yeah, this year you I, can't really say that yeah i don't know if it, you but the point is i think it's a win for the eagles no matter what it could maybe be a win-win like if the browns right. do something well with that but it's not a loss for for the eagles no matter what also very weird didn't realize that brandon and james are the same person sorry go ahead buddy <laughs> oh. wow um, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of on the same wavelength though, so maybe we are the same person it's here. Because Take all, that, Johnny. I, I do think that you're looking at it. I mean, it's still early. So there's a lot of time for things to change. Everyone thought Nick Foles was good uh, at one point. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's funny to see that. Just the ridiculousness of it. Though. Not even a top twenty quarterback, and that was the whole ridiculous thing with Carson Wentz and draft Twitter last year. It's not even like. People weren't respecting him as a guy who might be like, you know, it's all right. So they don't believe in him as their top quarterback. That's fine. That seems fair. But it's like not even top 20. Ridiculous. I want to get more into that. Plus, is Dak and Romo one of the biggest, you know, storylines of this offseason that will carry in to next offseason? I think of Dak Prescott and his numbers a lot with Nick Foles. And uh, we want to do that. Plus, take your phone calls. 888-729-9494. It's BGN Radio right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. When you're a sports writer like me, you know, speed always wins. And now they're side to side coming around the final turn. Because old news isn't news at all. Especially when the 24-hour news cycle is now more like 24 seconds. What are these guys looking to create some space? But with slow internet from the phone company, you're stuck. Watching spinning wheels and progress bars till someone else scoops your story. Making his move down the stretch. Comcast Business has speeds up to 10 gigabits per second. Breaking for the checkered flag. Look, you wouldn't pick a slow race car, a slow wide receiver, or a slow point guard. Then why settle for slow internet? Call 800-501-6000 today. Comcast Business. Built for speed, built for business. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. 10 gig service may not be available in your area. Equipment, taxes, and fees. Extra call for details. Need a new CPAP? Then we need you. We're CPAP.com, and we recently overstocked the world's best CPAP machines. Top-of-the-line devices from brands like ResMed and Philips Respironics. Call now and get a risk-free trial of one of these overstocked CPAPs. We'll even give you free next-day air shipping. Call 1-800-600-9044. 
The best part? No insurance needed. To prove CPAP.com is the number one destination for all of your CPAP needs, we're letting you try a premium CPAP risk-free. CPAP.com has shipped over a million orders and has the world's largest selection of CPAPs and accessories. With no retail overhead or costly middlemen, we're the best way to get comfortable, effective sleep apnea equipment at incredibly low prices. Again, CPAP.com has overstocked premium CPAPs. Call now to get a risk-free trial of a ResMed or Philips Respironics machine with free next-day air shipping. Call 1-800-600-9044. Hurry, when these overstocked CPAPs are gone, they're really gone. That's 1-800-600-9044. Thanks for calling New Biotics. Are you calling for a free trial of our belly flattening breakthrough? Actually, I already got the free trial. It totally flattened my belly. Wow, that's great news. But now I have a problem I never thought I'd have. My belly just keeps getting flatter. I mean, I don't want to look like a runway model, but I don't want to stop taking new biotics either. Because seriously, I've never looked this good. <laughs> well, here's one thing you can do. Only take new biotics every other day. That'll keep up your results without making your belly too flat. And if you ever need to ramp up your belly flattening results again, just go back to taking it every day. To get your free trial of new biotics, call 1-800-400-4943. You're going to love how you look. And if your belly flattening results are too dramatic, simply reduce use to every other day. But hurry and call now for details while they're still giving it away for free. Call 1-800-400-4943. That's 1-800-400-4943. 1-800-400-4943. Hi, I'm Jim from Mark's Jewelers. Are you trying to get engaged for Valentine's Day? I know that buying a diamond ring can really be overwhelming. That's why I created the new Mark's Jewelers, the ultimate diamond shopping experience. By showing the prices right on the rings, we make it easy to fit your budget and to capture your lady's heart. We even built a lounge so you can relax, have a drink to calm your nerves, so when you pull the trigger, you'll know you made the right choice. You won't find that anywhere else. Mark's Jewelers. Located at the intersection of routes 202 and 309 in Montgomeryville or online at marks-jewelers.com. The big game is this Sunday, so join the Glenn and Ray Show at ShopRite of Williamstown this Sunday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. They'll be giving away a television to watch the game on and free soda for a year. That's right. Glenn and Ray will be giving away a brand new television and free soda for a year. So mark your calendars and come load up on all your big game party trays, chips, salsa, and wings at ShopRite of Williamstown this Sunday from 10 to 1. ShopRite of Williamstown is where quality comes first. Hey, New Jersey, the Powerball jackpot is now $229 million. Play today. 94 WIP FM HD1 Philadelphia from the Tasty Cake Studios. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sorry in advance, but I have to bring this up. When I think of Super Bowls, I don't know if it's a favorite Super Bowl memory, but for me as a kid, I was just getting into the Eagles around their first Super Bowl appearance in my lifetime. The 2005 Super Bowl against Super Bowl 39 against the New England Patriots. And man, what a time for the Eagles to finally get over that hump after all those NFC Championship game failures. And they finally get there and they come up short. (laughs) But, but. Still, an incredible performance and a big reason why that season was so special. And this is a nice tie-in to tonight in the Hall of Fame, everything. Terrell Owens, man, 122 yards in that game. And he was hurt. And he shouldn't have even been playing, probably. But he was dominating in that game. And, man, I just when I think back to the Super Bowl and all that, I just think what could have been 
if that didn't go wrong. And he could have just continued to play here, and the Eagles would have a ring. Uh, yeah, and of course, the, that's a beautiful voice you're hearing. Brandon Lee Gouton, his first return ever in radio. Welcome. Yeah, nicely done. Well now. done. <laughs> uh, John Archer, James Elzer, of course, it is BGN Radio. We are here till uh, 6 o'clock. Sean Brace from Philly Influencer, also Fox 29. Going to join us for a little bit of Super Bowl prop bets, and also we'll make our big picks there, too. Uh, and, um, yeah, I, I go back to that a lot. And you remember, I remember the audio afterwards of just hearing T.O. keep going to Andy and be like, I'm I, I'm beating him up all night. I can't remember the number. I think it was 25, 29, whoever it was. He's like, they can't cover me. And, honestly, I, if they did, I really do think they could have won that thing. Man, I, I know there's turnovers and things going. I still remember McNabb throwing that awful turnover, I think, in that opening drive as they're mm-hmm. heading down into the end zone or whatever. Second drive, whenever that was, and just thinking like, man, oh, man, and trying to get all that hope back of, hey, a Super Bowl's never been tied before. That means something, right? That means the Eagles are going to win. Like, all the different silver linings of uh, of that Super Bowl, man, oh, man. You know, and you think about the cheating. You think about the tapes. You think about all that other stuff. But it comes down to it. They just didn't – they screwed up that second half so badly that they just never adjusted to – what you know? How the Patriots adjusted back? It was very frustrating. Yeah, and ultimately, while I agree they they could have won that game, they went up against the best of those New England teams. The three that won Super Bowl, what three out of four years? That team was the best one. It was just, it, of course, the year of that course. the Eagles. You know, they break over. You know, of course, To would be hurt and come in. You know, kind of lame and and still nine catches. I think after the one twenty two, just. Amazing, but of course that would happen. Of course they would face the best of those Patriots. It just it just didn't work. It just felt like I never thought, as much as I hoped, I never thought they'd actually win. And it just kind of played out how I expected, even though they could have. It never really felt like they could. And they just hand, and everybody from the front office to the head coach to Donovan to T.O. to everybody there that handled that so poorly the next year after. It is just, I know we talk about it all the time in this town, but really... I mean, that could have been special. Oh, my that God. That could have been special for the next two or three years. It was outrageous. You're talking about that Super Bowl hangover. Because then I go to then I go to 2008, and I think, what if T.O. was in that game? Oh, my God. Instead of Kevin Curtis. They win. Instead of all those. You know, they that's win. what I'm saying. They win that game, probably. You yeah. know? I don't know what kind. And, and maybe they, they there's another appearance sneaking in there somewhere. Maybe they go back in 07 and 08. Or, like, you know, you think of those times where it just wasn't enough to kind of be in there. And they needed T.O. again in 2008. And you just like, man, just, just go. That, that's the one thing. I, if I could change anything about sports, I would make that thing work. You know, that, that's the one thing I would go back to each and every time. Because you just think about how, how, I mean, the numbers that they put up together. And sure, I'm sure that every football team that has had Terrell Owens at one point is like, oh, man. You know, it didn't work out for Dallas. It didn't work out for anybody else moving moving forward. But they just, it was the right time, right fit. And Thank God that, uh, yeah. oh, yeah, was it, uh, who made the fuss? Was it the agent or was it him during that Baltimore trade before he even came here? Like, thank God that Oh, happened. yeah, thank, I mean, he wasn't going to come here. Like, that was, that wasn't going to happen. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it. I agree with you, John. It's probably the biggest bummer of, of at least the Eagles, of my history with the Eagles, just looking back and saying, like, if this one individual thing had been different, Everything could have been different, and it's that that thing. I mean, look, that's the other thing about 0-4-2 was obviously the loss in the Super Bowl soured it, but it wasn't just that it worked so well because it did, but it was fun. Like yeah, it was, was so I mean, much fun, awesome with yeah. the c- celebrations. You had like fifteen touchdowns that year. It was just, it was just awesome.
And I'll oh sorry, go ahead, Brandon. And you, I remember when the Eagles got to you, and this is what part of what made that whole run special for me was I remember like them signing him, and I went out to like uh, sporting goods store the next day to get his jersey, and it was there, and I loved it, and it was like embracing it, and then and then yeah, and they got cursed too, and they got cursed, and then just scoring touchdowns and ripping off posters when they're playing the like just it was just so awesome, it was it was so great, and I Lewis dance, I don't remember a time other than right now. Where a, a, an athlete that came into Philadelphia was so widely accepted instantly. Yeah, you know where it was well, just like the first the first time that that preseason touchdown happened, there was a there was a song for T.O. already. And I look at him. I don't think other than Joel Embiid, those are the two guys that came in here and was just immediately embraced and just bubbled and been like, yeah, let's make this thing work. Yeah, and, and I think both it, it makes sense in both cases because both obviously transcendent at what they do. But with T.O., it was because we had waited and we had seen so much success. And we're like, we just need the a missing receiver. Piece. We need one guy, a star. That's all we need out there. And then to have it be T.O., to have it be one of the greatest we'd ever seen, like, it was just, how could you not? And I think with the Embiid thing, it's that we've just waited so long with the process. <laughs> it's the same like, thing. It's, it's just like, like, it's the same thing. Please it's, give us yeah, water. <laughs> and it's, you see this thing and you're like, yes. So I think it's, I think it's, it makes sense. But I, I think you're dead on. Like, I mean. We every single person in this city was a Terrell Owens fan for that season. Yeah, and and that's why I think tonight at eight o'clock is is so important for that era. And I don't really care. I know T.O. was only here, but he's still. I, I don't know. I still consider him. Yeah, even though it was it was that he's an eagle for me. You know, like I think it's acceptable to say yes. Part of his the, the, the some of the some of the best things he did was in yeah, Philadelphia, even though it was for it. a year. It was worth it because we haven't had that much great mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that year was the year, even though we didn't win at all. Like, that's the best year we had. Yeah, and you go back, and this is, <laughs> and, and, and about, like, you know, because we always get into the discussions about, well, quarterback, great quarterbacks really don't need weapons. And we can have endless arguments about how good McNabb was and all that. But, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, that's what I'm saying. Like, those type of skill players that come in there that really do transcend a lot of that stuff, Matter. They always matter. Yes. I, you can sell me up the river about Tom Brady's had nothing to work with and blah blah blah. Those those couple of years were even what was Dion Branch and even what was yes. you know some of those guys. Those those were impactful years. Randy Moss, the best numbers you've ever seen from Tom Brady being there in that spot. So don't tell me they those things don't matter when you're thinking about Carson Wentz and when you're thinking about a lot of that stuff. I know we've. That's been like the narrative percent. forever. But you know that's what I keep coming back to. Eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four. Super Bowl thoughts storylines from the NFL that you think are interesting that are going to transcend in the next season. We're taking it all. Let's go to David all the way out there in Illinois. David, what's going on, man? You're on BGN radio. Hey guys. Um, okay. So in the recent news, you know, we saw Kenny stills and we saw Tory Smith being linked again, being linked to the Eagles. Um, Kenny stills. I like a lot. And I think it provide Carson with a, a true deep threat, a guy who can, can run underneath. I mean, that's not as, Super skill set, but anyway, um, Tory Smith though. I mean, we've seen flashes, but I don't. I don't know. I I don't get you know the same kind of excitement from Tory Smith as I do from Kenny Stills. But yeah, yeah no, I, well, nobody does. Yeah, Dave, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I mean, Stills is just he, he's more explosive. He's younger. He's just got. He's a more exciting player, no question. Right, and, and I think in the draft, I mean, for me, Dalvin Cook is the pick right now. If if you're sitting there at fourteen. I think it's either Dalvin Cook or you go with a corner. Um, 
it's a Dalvin Cook, a corner, a Corey Davis. I think it's one of those <laughs> three things. Yeah, um, seems to be a pretty pretty common theme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Like that's that's the running thread. Um, but you know, if you go Dalvin Cook and pick up Kenny Stills, you know, um, you know that does leave I, I think another like impact spot as a wide receiver, but um, to fill. But I think uh, you know. Yeah, there's there's not it's a lot of not, yeah. not not a lot of convincing I think for anybody even even though the injuries right. kind of come for Corey Davis I don't really think that affects his his draft stock too much I mean he really is I a agree. spectacular player but that's yeah. a lot and speaking of To a lot of people comparing him like that's that's the game style that he runs the next To has been kind of thrown out there and I <laughs> should temper yeah. those expectations yeah, we a little need bit to but just stop doing that in general <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. yeah it's exactly well with everything yeah, for sure. but but I you know and, and that's what the, the great thing about Kenny Stills and even if you had Kenny Stills and Torrey Smith. I think Torrey Smith's going to be more of a post-draft kind of signing. I don't yeah. think he's going to be crazy in demand. But, David, just like you're saying, it, it it puts the Eagles in a spot where they don't have to, okay, we're locked into this position in the first round. They have to do this thing. Uh, and so that's why it's, it's yeah, it, it, it's expected to happen. We appreciate the call, David. But, yeah, I don't know. Torrey Smith, just as a as a side note, as, like, I don't know. I think I'd be I'd be all right with sure. that. If it's, it, you know, if it doesn't cost much, yeah. So which is always coming coming yeah, down to that. Why but. not? I like him better than Ruben Randall or Chris Givens. <laughs> they, I mean, there was there was interest there at the deadline. There was. There it, 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 can you remember interest, that? Yeah. Do you remember the, how insane everybody's just like, yeah, fine, whatever, fifth round, fourth. It's fine. I was I one was of the guys. Like that. I, was I was like, going I don't cra- care. I said, yes. Just give me someone who can run and catch. <laughs> they, they desperately need that thing that he does. Just go do that, <laughs> whatever it is. So do you do you think that that interest would still be there, BLG? I think the Joe Douglas thing kind of makes I guess a little interesting. You know, with him being with Baltimore and and uh, Torrey Smith having spent time there. I think it's funny when I think back to Torrey Smith because I, I remember looking at like PFF numbers and even uh, football outsider numbers for wide receivers. And Nelson Aguilar was all the way at the bottom. And there was a one player who is above him, and it was Torrey Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Just good. Yeah, a, a little better than Nelson Aguilar is, it w- was enough to kind of send us into a, a lot, craze. a lot worse than what we need to be, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, we were we were thinking of, of, of just a lot of things that are happening in the future with this Eagle season and just around the NFL. Obviously, I want to talk about, you know, Dak and, and Romo because there's a lot of different parallels. You know, you know what? Well, we'll start with there because I'm noticing that, and you should be. I'm not telling, if, if you're a, a sneaky, rotten, awful cockroach Cowboys fan that is somehow living in South Philadelphia, you should be proud. You know, I, I think that, I think it's actually a little bit underplayed. And well, you I, should and I got, be embarrassed, but proud. Well, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, aside from that, I'm just saying if you're, if you are in the Cowboys camp, it really is. I think even even though it's 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 Dallas and it's ESPN and they kind of like blow things up to a, a huge you know different thing. And the fact that Dak Prescott's a fourth round pick, I'm sure everybody gets you know into a frenzy. But I, I really do think <laughs> the year that he's had is still a little bit undersold. I really he's a really good quarterback. Yeah, he's he's really good. And I but the the thing for me is though is that sustained. We talked about sustained success. A lot, you know. We've talked about that. We, we've even looked at the Lions, and in this season had had a weird year. You look at the Raiders, and I think they're. I actually think the Raiders are a little more put together for next season than I do think Dallas and this team is. And I and when it comes down to for me, is the fact that one, how is Dallas going to probably botch this Romo thing? Because I think they are. And secondly. Dallas isn't going to be the same team next year. And there's a lot of people that keep saying this squad is going to is going to, you know, get together and be dominant and, and look out for 10 years. It's really going to come back on 
on Dak's shoulders because they're losing a lot of the defense, which was already mediocre. Yeah. And it's hard to replace those things, even even though it's mediocre. And we've seen that already here in Philadelphia. What is the what is the Cowboys' future for you next year? It's a really good question, especially because they also are are cap strapped. You know, they don't have a lot to spend. To Not that that's ever been a problem for them <laughs> ever since Jerry's been taking over the books. Yeah, that never happens. To them they're they're always very very good with their money. Um, but look, I think I think the Dak Zeke offensive line thing is real. I think that's that's something that they can count on. So I don't think they're going to fall back to being a four and twelve, five and eleven type team. I think that they're their floor is is seven, eight, nine wins, I think is their floor. Um, so from there, I think you assume that they're probably a playoff team again next season. But I certainly think that the defense, like you said, losing pieces and already not in great shape to begin with. I do agree with you about the Raiders thing in the sense that at least the Raiders have legitimate pieces on defense. Their defense wasn't good, but they have legitimate pieces that they can add to and supplement. Uh, and also Reggie McKenzie has done an amazing job out there with their caps. So they can actually afford to do some things. Uh, I, I, I'm I more bullish on the Raiders next season, but I, I do think Dallas is going to be a competitive team again next year. I think the interesting thing with Dallas and going back to my point earlier about, you know, how much the running game matters and all of that. I think, you know, it's first of all, it'll be interesting to see Zeke in year two. I mean, obviously he still has a lot of tread on the tires, but he had a lot of touches this year. And I wonder you know, maybe that doesn't impact him next season, but if they keep riding him like this, and I think they should because he's a really good player, but eventually I feel like it's going to catch up. And at that point, I'm curious to see, you know, how does Dak Prescott perform when he has to step up and really carry a lot of the load on his shoulders? Because he didn't do that. The Cowboys ranked like third to last or second to last in pass attempts. Life was very easy on Dak Prescott and he took advantage and he did a good job when he had to throw, but it's not like he had to go out there like Carson Wentz did as a rookie and throw 35 times in a, per game and or 63 as much at one point. I'm interested to see. I can't believe that. Yeah. I can't exactly. believe that. Still, it's and he had guys like Des Bryant to throw the football exactly. to too, just adding on to that. So I'm I'm interested to see how that holds up over time. Yeah, and I know we're going to be biased about it. I understand that. And and but But at the same time, like, those numbers that always get thrown out when things are going good, so... A lot of people did this in the past couple of weeks where it's here's Dak's numbers in his first 16 starts. Here's all these Hall of Fame quarterbacks that have near or close to that. And, you know, you know, Ben Roethlisberger is on that list and Tom Brady's on that list and all that. You can do that with literally anybody in one good year. You're always getting. So that could mean that could mean a lot of good things or could mean literally nothing as Nick Foles has showed us. (laughs) Nick Foles in his first 16 starts was like 25 touchdowns. Uh, you know, five interceptions or 29 touchdowns, five interceptions and more yards than either one of those guys that we're rolling in through here, or at least very close. I don't, I can forget the exact number, but like the, you have to see these guys in a, in a second season, you know, I, that's why I don't buy into a lot of that. And there's no proof. Listen, and I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is automatically going to get better. You know, there, there's that second season for him that we have to really figure out where, how good is this kid? How good is that? And is it really going to be a rivalry? Like we're thinking for the you know days on end of, of the 10 new or Manning years. Brady, yeah, exactly. So and and that and that kind of leads me into was the NFC really that good this season? You know, is that that narrative of of oh yes the the NFC beast is is finally back here? And again, I don't know. It, it didn't end up that way. You had a sub five hundred team with the Eagles. The Washington probably should have been a sub five hundred team at one point, and the Giants went on a run for a, a very long time and. One and done, and, and see you later. Yeah, I think it comes back to when we had this discussion before. I think it 
is more just the fact that there aren't that many really good teams, period, in any division, in any across the league. I mean, I think you would say the AFC West is the best division. And then after that, I mean, you could make a case that the NFC East is the best division. You could probably make a case that the NFC South is the next best division. I mean, there's no dominant teams, you know, outside of, as we talked about, even the Patriots and Falcons. Are they super great? You know, so I think that while the NFC East isn't like, back or great or whatever. I don't think it is the the seller dweller of a division that it that it's been over the you know prior years. Like in 2015. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely made progress since then. I think uh you know, you look at these teams on a case by case basis. I mean, Dallas has a lot of young talent with Dak and Zeke. You know, we we, we have questions about their future, but you know, they have they have nice pieces there and even if they're not going to be that 13 win team, which I think is definitely possible, they're still going to be, you know, probably at least a 500 team or somewhere around there. Yeah. A lot closer to that than a four-win team. Uh, Washington, Kirk Coupon still can. Ooh. Or sorry, Kirk Coupon. Kurt, yeah. You mean uh, Kirk Future Niners quarterback, Kirk Coupon? <laughs> well, see, that'll be interesting. Are they going to pay him? What's going to go be on very there? Interesting. Uh, he still has a very bad record when he plays against winning teams. That's that I love. Worse to, than Carson Wentz. Yeah. Worse, worse against worse teams than with over 500 exactly. records. Yeah. So, I mean, like, still see how that goes. Uh, everyone thought they were going to win the division last year pretty easily after they won it in 2015. Didn't really, that didn't happen. Didn't yeah. even make the playoffs. And then there's the Giants, you know, who spent a bunch of money on defense, and that defense was legit this year. We made fun of it at the beginning of the year. but Yeah, we tried know, to. We tried they, to poke holes in it. They played well. So, uh, But then, you know, Eli's getting older. We'll see how that holds up. Their offense is terrible, and that's supposed to be Ben McAdoo's side of the ball. So I think for as much as it's, it's improved, there's still a lot of question marks in this division. Yeah, and you think about it, and a lot of them come down to the offense, really. And 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 especially, uh, just to back to Washington for a second, too, it's, it's not only Kirk Coupons, who is, I mean, they're going to they're gonna pay him a lot of money. Well, yeah, if they, you know, he's not going to go anywhere. If they franchise him again, if they don't give him a deal and they franchise him again, he gets $34 million next <laughs> <Wow>. year. <laughs> and $34 why would, why would you just million. Play, just play on that tag. Yeah, fine. That, he said he would. He's like, yeah, I'll play on the tag again. Because <laughs> no matter what, I'm going to get a deal somewhere eventually from somebody. $34 million. Are oh, you please, kidding me? Please, please, please do that. And but just <laughs> But just the shuffling around with that, like, so they've lost their OC. They've lost their defensive DC, coordinator. Yeah, they've good, lost yeah. a lot of different things that are going through there. And you expect this team, they're going to lose probably Pierre Garçon, which has been, think, his, yeah. been a solid target for them for a long time. I don't Josh know. Doxon, what happened to that Sean? guy? Yeah, First exactly. round pick, well, they Josh got a, Doxon. Was hurt a long hurt time. A lot, and then, but still, never, nothing. Nothing Zero. from them. You're probably going to, I would assume, I would assume Deshaun Jackson stays in Washington. I think so, too. I, I, nope. I'm, you, you don't think, think so? I think it's Pierre. Pierre well, stays look, over. One of the two is staying. It's just a question right. of who. Yeah, and so uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what kind of impact, um, you know, one over the other. I, I would still think. Yeah, I think you're right, BLJ. I think Garcon makes the most, the biggest difference if he ends up leaving versus Deshaun. But you know, so so there's a lot of there's a lot of questions to answer about this stuff. And and to the Giants' point, I think with with all the offenses in this in this division except for Dallas, they're all very questionable. Yeah, you know, you you don't know you don't know from week to week. What they're going to look like? You don't know what Eli Manning's going to be uh, from year to year. Now it seems like oh, that the the interceptions have finally stopped and Ben McAdoo's fixed everything. And then as soon as he takes over, it's back to old Eli and it reverts to that. They're always going to have that wide receiving core that's going to be very studly, but an offensive line that's still Swiss cheese. So and it's, no running back as BLG would point yeah, out. Like, well, that's very true. Look at that though, and and to BLG's point. If you have Shepard and you have OBG, 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 we're going to we're going to a different profession at that point. OBJ, ODB, where's uh, he? At? <laughs> exactly. 
uh, then it, then it makes a, a it, they're useless without a running game. So yeah, I I I don't expect the NFC East to be as good as kind of everybody hyped it up to be this season. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as we get right back to it on BGN Radio right here at Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Sports Radio 94 WIP 2020 Sports. I'm Sue Schilling. Super Bowl 51 tomorrow in Houston. Patriots and Falcons. You can hear the game right here on 94 WIP. Kickoff is set for 6.30. Tonight, the 2017 Pro Football Hall of Fame class will be announced. Former Eagles Brian Dawkins and Terrell Owens are among the finalists. The Flyers lost in overtime to the Kings 1-0 at the Wells Fargo Center this afternoon. Michael Neuverth was brilliant in goal. And Flyers center Sean Couturier on Neuverth's performance. The type of thing we, we need from our goalie. And, uh, you know, it's, it's too bad we couldn't, uh, we couldn't uh, respond uh, for him. Meanwhile, it was a former Flyer who scored the game winner, Jeff Carter, in overtime. Again, Flyers falling to the Kings one zip. The Sixers play the Heat in Miami tonight. Sixers will once again be without Joel Embiid, who is recovering from a knee injury. Jalil Okafor is set to start tonight. Tip-off 7.30. CBS 3 Eyewitness weather, partly cloudy and cold tonight, low 27. It's 35 in Philadelphia. Get the story 20 minutes before and after every hour. For breaking news and scores, go to cbsphillysports.com. Follow Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. 2020 Sports on Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's Tom Brady. It's a fleet flicker. Brady winds up. Touchdown, Hogan. Versus Matt Ryan. Ryan throws. Touchdown, Julio Jones. The only place to hear Super Bowl 51 is Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you're in the car or working, we've got the game. Patriots, Falcons, this Sunday at 4. Sports Radio 94 WIP is your home for the NFL on Westwood One. Super Bowl 51 happens on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Got 15 minutes? Search your house for that missing sock. Or instead, you could use that 15 minutes to switch to Geico. One of your feet might get cold, but it could save you hundreds on car insurance. Then, buy some new socks. And don't lose them this time. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-683-4546. 800-683-4546. This is an important message for sleep apnea sufferers from noted sleep expert, Dr. Jay White. A CPAP device offers vital sleep apnea therapy. Unfortunately, too many sleep apnea sufferers leave their big, bulky CPAP device at home when they travel because dragging it along is such a hassle. This is very unhealthy and potentially very dangerous. That's why I recommend Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. Transcend is a medical engineering marvel. It's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. 
Transcend is so small and so light, it travels easily in your briefcase or purse. It's FDA cleared and FAA approved too, so you can get the healthful sleep you need anywhere, even while flying. And that's exactly what sleep experts like me recommend for our sleep apnea patients. Now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 nights. Guarantee your 10-night trial by calling minicpap.com now. 1-800-300-9019. 1-800-300-9019. Hey, Joe DeCamry here. And in case you missed it, this Sunday is the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 51 featuring New England and Atlanta. I want to invite you to join me and my friends at Bud Light for the biggest, baddest, awesome Super Bowl party in Philly. Join me at J.D. McGillicuddy's in Maniunk for Super Bowl 51. J.D. McGillicuddy's special includes $3.50 Bud Light aluminum bottles, $2.50 Bud Light bottles, and 50 cent wings during the game. We will also have the WIP prize wheel going during the game. Join me at J.D. McGillicuddy's in Maniunk this Sunday for the best Super Bowl party in Philly. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. I got to say, I think the, I know it gets talked about a lot, but it really is my top Super Bowl moment of all time in my lifetime. I don't think anything is gonna. And people talk about the helmet catch, and people talk about you know a lot of different uh, a lot of different scenarios. The James Harrison interception in the in the, in the Cardinals Steelers Super Bowl ninety nine yards is probably the greatest thing I've ever seen in a Super Bowl. That, I mean, like in in the impact just on impact alone of of what happened and how it happened. Like you you picture this thing like Arizona is definitely going to score here, and it's going to be a really interesting second half, and it's still. I put it number three as the best, you know, best Super Bowls that I've ever watched there. But, I mean, Harrison's supposed to rush the passer. He's supposed to kill everybody. I mean, you know that's coming. It was Dick LeBeau. It was all that stuff. We're just like, they're going to be nasty. They're not going to give him time and whatever. And Arizona calls, you know, a, a perfect root tree for that. Larry's coming across the, the side. It's an instant touchdown if they're putting any type of pressure on there. And then all of a sudden... You see James Harrison go drop into coverage and just right there to cut off the route and just 99 yards. And Bull rush everybody's people. thinking this whole time, somebody's going to get him. Yeah. Somebody's going to catch up to dude. him. Yeah. He's huge. And he's sucking wind the entire time going through. And he turns into like the best fullback you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and he goes and it, that's a whatever it is, a 14 point swing that ends up happening. That's insane. That was that was the coolest thing I ever saw. Yeah, I think that was that was maybe the coolest. That's actually my number one Super Bowl in my lifetime, in my opinion. Uh, especially, it was so unexpected, you know, and, and it was so tough too, obviously, because we lost to Arizona. So it was like one of those ones you're just kind of beat the out, Steelers out that year on. too. Yeah, yeah, we're out on in that. But um, uh, for me, I, I think that I, my number one Super Bowl moment in terms of impact and all that stuff. Same game, different play was was Roethlisberger to Holmes. Oh, yeah. I just think the the artistry, like the just watching the the feed and the replay and the and the touch on the pass and the, and obviously the moment and the importance. Uh, I think that was the best play I've ever seen. In Super Bowl. Oh yeah, and it's crazy too because after that you really didn't hear from San Antonio Holmes again until you know what he went to the Jets after that he was until he semi minimal smoke weed and got caught oh, yeah, for it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to me it's like oh that that's not the Steelers way of smoking weed but we'll allow maybe this convicted rapist to play quarterback for us that's okay like it was just like such a weird toss-up I think it was basically trying to say like yeah we just don't like him here yeah, and they're gonna move like on him. from 
Uh, it was, yeah. But that, that I mean, it was that amazing. Whole, that, yeah, that Super Bowl was was incredible. It was because, great because it was back and forth and excitement yeah. and big plays and big moments. Yeah, oh, the Steelers aren't going to be, you know, oh, the Cardinals are dead. And They're then all of a sudden they, they come back and, and they take the lead. And, and it's Fitz just streaking down the field. It was like 70 something touchdowns. So awesome. I mean, it was awesome. It really was an awesome game. Yeah, absolutely. It was 888 729 9494. It is uh, BGN Radio and Sports Radio 94WIP. John Barcher, James Zeltzer, Brandon Lee Gouton all hanging out. Uh, just for uh, another half hour in the beautiful, the very well-kept bearded Mr. Mark Forsett will join you right <laughs> right after that well as kept, we're hanging I in. Like that. That's right. Uh, Sean Brace coming up at 540 as well as we'll finally break down some uh, some Super Bowl prop bets and, and things like that. And, you know, Jen, and I, I, it's speaking and sticking with like the NFL future next season is uh, I, I look at a lot of these coaching changes and I, honestly I don't know if one of them is going to make an impact. <laughs> I know. I, I, I mean, like, I, it's, I'm it's very. It's the most uninspiring group I've ever seen. I'm very, 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 very skeptical. I want to get into that. But first, I see our good friend Scott from Barrington hanging on the line. Scott, what's going on, bud? Thanks for calling in on BGN Radio, pal. J&J Security, what's going on? <laughs> Not Scott. much, bud. Yo, Brother Jay, what's up, man? How you, you doing, doing, man? Good, good, good. Um, let's get down to business, fellas. Waste your time and other callers' times. Um. Uh, Eagles talk, of course, but we're um, we're rolling. But uh, just tell my man answer the phone. Um, a lot of people talking about the receiving core. To me, that running back thing. What would you do uh, with the running backs? Would you go through free agent or would you go through the draft? To me, with free agent, you're kind of like getting someone who's like used tires. Um, <laughs> you look at. Um, I guess I'm answering my own question, but I like to hear your guys' opinion. Like Ryan Matthews. No disrespect to him, but. I don't, yeah, like used tires. We don't know if he's ever going to play a, a snap of football again, too. I mean, yeah. that's how serious that kind of that injury or, was. Or and if it's, he should, is yeah. Well, it's true to too. It too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's all through the draft here, Scott. And I know that you know we, we talk a lot about Dalvin Cook. We talk a lot about Leonard Fournette and a lot of those top guys that are there. There is I, it, it, much like the the secondary in this draft. There are so many good running backs here that I would be happy with seven to ten of them in the draft. Honestly, and and guys wow. that can be guys that can be bell cows, something that Smallwood can compliment. I think that this is the year that you have to go in and and, and get that guy. And I, you shouldn't be upset if it's not Delvin Cook because there are guys like Jamal Williams, like Dante, uh, you know that that are Dante Freeman that are or no, not what's his name? Deonta. That's right. See, I'm I'm already okay. thinking Super Bowl, but Fox, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and there's yeah, it's just a deep running back class here. So it's all it's all through. Uh, yeah, all through the draft for me. Okay, thanks for that answer. Last but not least, fellas, my last question. I always want to say thanks for taking my call. Joy, listen to you guys. Be safe going home. Uh, uh, receiving, I heard another guy's name. I'm going to um, listen to the answer. Like I said, uh, how about somebody like uh, Kenny Britt? Fellas, listen to the answer, bro. Thanks, Scott. We appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, it's kind of, a, I'm a little worried about Kenny Britt. You know, I, I think that's playing on the contract. You've never really seen him play this well before or a full season yeah before. exactly and it's a guy that you're i think you're going to instantly pay and instantly regret, regret almost instantly there blg yeah and it's, it's an interesting connection for the eagles with the wide receiver coach now uh mike grow had a career year under you know Britt had a career under under him so maybe you feel good about that maybe he's the one who's like really pounding the table for kenny Britt, and if maybe you feel good about that if that's the case but yeah he's, he's going to be 29 or so and you're, you're worrying about the payday it's kind of eh, iffy yeah, and I, for me, I mean, he's talented. I mean, Kenny Britt's a, a good football player, but oh, yeah. uh, the 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 consistent year after year after year after year injuries, it's just 
I don't feel I'd rather if I'm going to go for someone like that, I'm going to spend up and go and take a risk on an Alshon or something like that. Absolutely. Because that's that at least you can go, okay, at least time after time. This guy's been a little consistent despite the injuries and, you know, whatever else he's kind of getting into over there. Let's go to Pete in Vineland. Pete, what's going on, buddy? You're on BGN Radio. Hey, guys, man. Long time listener. First time calling your show. I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Thanks Thanks for calling, Pete. Pete. We appreciate it, man. Oh, not, not a problem. Not a problem. Look. So a couple things I wanted to talk about. From what I'm seeing, when it looks like the, we all know they need cornerback and wide receiver help, but when it comes to free agency, a lot of times in the NFL, since free agency comes before the draft, it dictates what you kind of can do in the draft a little bit. You try to set up and build some holes to free agency quickly. So, but I look at like AJ Bouye, Drake Kirkpatrick, Stephon Gilmore, and then like from there, when it comes to free agency cornerbacks, it just drops off itself because of age. Really, it's really. There's not a lot of guys out there coming off a rookie deal and coming off their second deal. You have like Terrence Newman and those, and I don't want anything to do with them. But AJ Bouye and especially Stephon Gilmore, if they get franchise tagged, I mean, that's going to drive Kirkpatrick's number way, way up, which leads me to believe that if he falls out of the Eagles' price range, that they may stand pat in free agency and then in the first round of the draft, yeah, they're kind of locked into yeah. there. Yeah, I mean that that's a, it's a, it's a possibility because I don't think Bouye is going to go anywhere. Yeah, Bouye is uh, going to get paid, and I don't, I, you know, I I don't know if Buffalo's ballsy enough to put him on a, I don't a tag. Either, I don't but think, I, though. I think no. Gilmore's getting you know twelve million a year, or yeah. something like that. Well, like, and it's a question of of what you want to, or what the Eagles are willing to put in to, you know, if you do that, you're not signing, you're not making a splash free at wide receiver, and you know, you've got to kind of right. weigh and balance right. it. Right, and then with the report of them interested in Kenny Stills, it kind of leads me to believe that they already kind of see the free agency market going that way. And with that being said, in the first round of the draft, if, say, if a Dalvin Cook isn't there, say, if a Mike Williams or Corey Davis isn't there, do you, can you envision them trading back, moving down, possibly getting another pick later, possibly if it's, like, say, if a team like Kansas City or somebody like that wants to trade up? I think, it, Pete, I think it's possible, call, and it's a great Pete. phone call, yeah, man. Really Thank you very call. much. Uh, I think it is almost impossible for them to trade back in the first round for that type of move. I think you're looking day two, day three to kind of make those moves and do that because you need that impact player there, whatever it is. And then you dictate your draft the rest of the way kind of through there with the, you know, and I I don't think it precludes them from, from doing it one way or the other, especially if they land stills and a lot of those guys or whatever's going through there. Uh, I, yeah, does it, does it bump up? The the cornerback situation though I think it I think it might I think so too especially when I mean look you never know look anything can happen in a draft because every team's board is different and everyone you know it might shake out nothing like you expected to and someone's there you expect or everyone's gone you expect I mean there's so many ways it could shake out but it looks like with the crop of guys who are going in the top twenty and most of the mocks and most of the you know this and that are rated whatever it is it looks like there will be quality cornerbacks there. 14, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I, and again, I, you know, just like I said about running backs, maybe there are, and they have been talking to a lot of different corners. Maybe it's not that big of a deal if they miss out on some of those free agents. You're just going to have to, you know, bite that bullet and and figure out the next step for them. Uh, more on that uh, when we get back, Mr. Sean Brace from Fox Story Nine, of course, PhillyInfluencer.com will join us. We will make some Super Bowl picks right here on BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Wing Bowl 25 was the biggest ever. The greatest Wing Bowl in a quarter century. The best fans in the country. The crowd was fantastic. Coolio. Coolio. 
beautiful wingettes Philadelphia has ever seen. Beautiful wingettes who are throwing thongs out into the crowd. Oh, wow. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Wow, Philadelphia looking good. I probably have some children in the audience here. (laughs) (laughs) A new wing bowl champion was crowned. 409 chicken wings. Notorious B.O.B. Wing bowl. 25 is now history. Wing Bowl 25. Brought to you by Steven Singer Jewelers, DJ Wheelahan, Barb's Harley Davidson, and Colonial Hyundai of Downingtown. We couldn't be prouder. Where Wing Bowl happens. Sports Radio 94. WIP. Hey, Chris Hardwick here. The Xfinity X1 Challenge is rolling on. So we put Xfinity Internet up against the competition in a time download race to show just how much faster people could download an entire HD show with Xfinity. Wow, that's impressive. Why wouldn't you want something that's going to come up on your screen so much faster. Then we told them that Xfinity delivers internet speeds way faster than their current provider. I want the yeah, faster one. Yeah. I don't know why we haven't switched. After what I just saw, Xfinity, I'm sold. Xfinity internet leaves the competition in the dust. Take the Xfinity X1 challenge and see for yourself. Go to Xfinity.com slash challenge now to see how your service stacks up to Xfinity. Or new customers can try Xfinity with the starter XF triple play from Comcast for $89.99 a month for 12 months and $114.99 a month your second year with a two-year agreement. Plus, upgrade to 200 megabits per second free for a year. That's double the speed. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today. Offerings through 2117. Restrictions apply. Equipment taxes and fees including broadcast TV and RSN fees extra and subject to change after promo regular rates apply. The 2017 Accord Hybrid is the most powerful, yet fuel-efficient hybrid in its class. It's a class-leading 212-horsepower innovator. With impressive MPG ratings, specifically a city rating of 49 miles per gallon. Wait, power and efficiency? That's almost like getting... Two Accords in one. One that's stylish and thrilling with a great voice for radio. And one that's efficient, who doesn't go off script. Yeah, but you gotta admit, I got a great voice for radio. Okay. Let's bring this home with one last synergistic read, huh? The 2017 Accord Hybrid. The most powerful, yet fuel-efficient hybrid in its class. It's like two Accords in one. Get to know us both at your Honda Honda dealer. Class based on midsize hybrid sedans, 49 City, 47 Highway, 48 combined EPA MPG rating used for comparison purposes. Mileage will vary depending on conditions, driving, maintenance, battery pack, and other factors. Total system horsepower is measured by the peak concurrent output of the electric motor and gasoline engine. The following is an incredible, life-changing free offer for anyone with hearing problems who wants to start hearing everything more clearly again. We're now offering free in-home trials of a revolutionary hearing breakthrough called Listen Clear to anyone who calls this special toll-free number now. 1-800-400-1268. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also qualify for free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear is precisely designed by top audio engineers. It adjusts to let you find the perfect way to hear everything, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And Listen Clear is so invisible, people may not even know you're wearing it. And it's so lightweight, you may even forget you're wearing it too. Don't miss this special life-changing opportunity to hear everything more clearly again for free with a 100% free in-home trial, free shipping, and even free batteries for life. For free information, call now, 1-800-400-1268. That's 1-800-400-1268. 1-800-400-1268. 
John Wick Chapter 2 wants to send one lucky winner and guest to the X Games in Norway. Go to johnwickisback.com and enter for your chance to win a trip to X Games Norway with airfare, hotel, and tickets to all the events, plus meet and greets with artists and athletes. Go to johnwickisback.com and enter for your chance to win this VIP experience at X Games Norway. John Wick Chapter 2, starring Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I'm back. In theaters February 10th. To be successful in today's digital era, businesses must put their customers first. Your digital strategy and footprint is the most important platform for your long-term success or failure. At Anexinet, we create digital experiences your customers will love. We build applications that deliver simplicity and personalization to promote customer satisfaction and loyalty. See more about our digital solutions at Anexinet.com. That's A-N-E-X-I-N-E-T.com. Anexinet, empowering what's next. Sports Radio 94, WIP, 2020 Sports. I'm Sue Schilling. The Flyers lost a tough one to the Kings at the Wells Fargo Center this afternoon. They were scoreless in regulation, and then former Flyer Jeff Carter scored in overtime, giving the Kings the win. Neuverth was brilliant in goal. Uh, says it was tough when you don't get any scoring. Yeah, it felt good, but... Uh... We got only one point, so, you know, not happy about it. And, uh, you know, it's it's tough. Took, uh, you know, I feel really good. I've seen the puck well. And uh, it's tough, you know, when we don't uh, score any goals. The Sixers will play the Heat in Miami tonight. Sixers, once again, will be without Joel Embiid recovering from a knee injury. Jaleel Okafor will start tonight, tipping off at 7.30. And at Super Bowl 51, all set for tomorrow from Houston. Patriots and Falcons will do battle. Kickoff 6.30. The game can be heard right here on 94 WIP. Meanwhile, the 2017 Pro Football Hall of Fame class will be announced tonight. And former Eagles Brian Dawkins and Terrell Owens are awaiting their call. CBS 3 Eyewitness Weather, partly cloudy and cold tonight, low 27, it's 35 in Philadelphia. Get the story 20 minutes before and after every hour. For breaking news and scores, go to cbsphillysports.com, follow Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. 2020 Sports on Sports Radio 94 WIP. This is BGN Radio on Sports Radio 94 WIP. My biggest WTF Super Bowl moment of all time was when the lights went out. What <laughs> yeah, was that? yeah, that's you're a good moment. You're watching the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden the lights go out, and you're I, like, and I, it's funny to hear about people in the building you talked about thinking like there was an attack or this or that. Like, what actually yeah. happened here? But yeah, to be watching the Super Bowl and the lights go out, and then you got like a 30 minute delay. It was just uh, that was unique. I'll admit it. I turned it off. I tur- I was just like, nah. I'm good. I was like, <laughs> it was already a blowout anyway. And I was just like, I'm not coming back to this. And then it's all a great sudden, game all right, yeah, turn it, turn it back on. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, and I can't believe it's and another. We saw one. Elite Joe Flacco there. Yeah, that's the way we saw elite Joe Flacco. And, uh, you know, before we go any further, we have to go to the elite of the elite from uh, phillyinfluencer.com. Also from Fox 29, Mr. Sean Brace joining us one final time this season. What's going on, buddy? 
Gentlemen, and you know what I remember about that Super Bowl between the Ravens and the 49ers, how uh, crushing it was at the end. Harbaugh gets all the way down to the to the goal line and then just chooses to throw the football. What did he do it three times with yeah. Kaepernick? And if he just stuck to the script and, and what got him down there, they come away with that victory. I, I still feel like that today. I think, I, I think there are a lot of Seattle Seahawks fans who feel the same <laughs> way, right? Yeah, you're right about that. No, you're right about that. No, I'm just a salty loser when it comes down to it. I lost money on that game. <laughs> <laughs> I am not losing money tomorrow, boys. That is right. I love love this game. Can't wait. Well, I I love it. I love it. Let's start with just the the, the normal particulars here. I mean, what's what's your sense of of this matchup? We've been kind of talking about it uh, throughout the entire show of just – I think they're good football teams. It's just weird to me because the NFL season has been so down, you know, that I'm I'm not super jazzed about this. Can the Super Bowl kind of save the NFL season for you, Sean, Mm. if it's good? yeah, I, I think I, I hear what you're saying, John. I feel like these are the two, I mean, that's cliche, but these are the two best teams going right now. And I felt all along, I've been riding Atlanta all the way through the playoffs. I felt like they were going to hold it down against Green Bay. I didn't think it was going to be that easy. Uh, but ultimately, Matt Ryan and that offense, they're just grooving right now. And I understand the Patriots and they're number one against the run game and Bill Belichick's the greatest of all time. I get all that. But bottom line is the if the Falcons are able to hold the Patriots front four up or whoever's coming after Matt Ryan and just give him a second, because obviously watching that Falcons offense, it's about time. You know, they spread them out. Uh, and, and it, you know, they, 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 they look for like Ryan steps up in the pocket. If he's got time, he's able to make it happen downfield. So if they're able to keep the New England Patriots front, you know, defensive line off of Matt Ryan, I feel good about my pick. I really do. I'm giving it away right now, but I like the Falcons <laughs> boys. I do. That's, I do. that's I called the opposite of a tease. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the, well, I guess I can't. Spoiler it's alert. The spoiler alert. That's right. Well, well, without any further ado, <laughs> let us get to the final NFL picks. It's time to ring the bell. Here come the BGN Radio NFL picks on Sports Radio 94 WIP. All right, well, hopefully no one else will give their picks away before we get <laughs> to them, but uh, we love Sean. Sean's the best. That's why we have him on. Uh, all right, so here what we're going to do, we're going to get to that Super Bowl pick, but we're going to start it out with a, a couple of prop bets, because who doesn't love prop bets? We're each going to give... the best part about the Super the Bowl. the best part about the Super Bowl. Other than the, the commercials, Bowl. yeah. All right, so we are going to give... Each of us are going to give our two favorite prop bets. We'll go one at a time. Sean, give us your first prop bet lock. Well, you know, I've heard it a lot this week and how Bill Belichick likes to take away the best player on the offense, you know, opposing offense, and he does. But bottom line is when you go back to that Super Bowl against the Eagles, T.O. wasn't shut down, was he? He had nine catches for 122. Mm -hmm. I love Julio Jones getting after it. And even if it is a blowout or it's a, you know, the Patriots run away with it at the end, guess what? I feel even better about this prop bet. Julio Jones over six and a half receptions on the day. Stone cold lock. Give it to me. I love it. Yeah, because it's uh, it's minus one fifty for the over, and I think that is easy money. And I'm going with Sean <laughs> on that one as well. Well, I've already nice. given this out on on multiple shows, but I'm actually swinging to the other side of the Falcons field there for my big lock, at least my biggest of locks. I've mentioned already on the air multiple times, but I think they aren't going to be able to shut down Julio a bit. I actually like the over six and a half, but I think they keep him in a little bit. Sh- shorter catches, not as much yak, but. I think the other guy's going to have to get involved. Mohamed Sanu's over-under is only four catches. He's absolutely getting over four catches. He's going to be a big part of that game. Give me the over on four. No, I love that, too. BLG, uh, you over on Julio and Sanu in this one? I am on the over. 
Nice. I'll do. So, so you give, all it, give, us a, give us a prop bet, BLG. What, what, where are you at here? What will be higher on Super Bowl Sunday? Tom Brady rushing yards or the favorite? Donald Trump's interview with Bill O'Reilly <laughs> in minutes. <laughs> oh, so, so if it's a, if it's if he rushes for 12 yards or whatever, the interview would have to go 12 minutes or whatever. That's how they kind of correct. I don't know. I, I would lean the, the, the interview. Yeah, Trump, Trump, yeah. Trump's a talker. Right? Yeah, he is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna go to the other side. Ooh. I'm gonna ring the bell, and I'm gonna say, I, 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 "Yeah, there it is. That's <laughs> a, that's the beautiful sound I'm looking for." I'm gonna say that that Brady has Ooh. more rushing yards than the interview is going. Sean, how you feeling on that one? No shot. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be one 30 minute, 30 yard run, yeah. and that's gonna win yeah. it for me. I guarantee. And oh, by the way, catch that interview on Fox 29 at 4:00. Yes. Hey, yeah. there you go. Beautiful. As well as the Super Bowl itself. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Amen to that. Yep. All right, I'm gonna. I, I, my favorite one, as always. What color is the Gatorade going to be uh, as the celebration goes out? Now, if it's clear or water, lime or green, yellow or orange. It's all plus 300. Those are the interesting ones. You start to get a little particular. If it is red, which I don't think it's been red for a long time, if I remember correctly, plus 500. If it's blue, it's plus 750. And, of course, uh, uh, my other half's favorite color, purple, plus 1,000 to go with that. But if I were to make one, I'm going to go, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with a semi-old-fashioned lime or green there, James Seltzer. Ah, I love it. I, I agree. I always go with the lime green. Sometimes orange is a decent call as could well. Could be. The Dirty Bird, though, could bring the red in. It could be interesting <laughs> oh, no, yeah. there. Hey, so hey, that hey. is a possibility. Uh, all right, before we uh, get to Sean's next biggest lock, I just want to throw this one at you just because this is maybe the most ridiculous bet that I've seen. This is a real bet that you can make. So it's odds that a fan throws a blank on the field, okay? A, a, a blank? A blank. I have four different options with four different odds. A flare is 15 to 1. Oh, wow. It's mm. aggressive Could there. Uh, a slightly deflated football is 19 to 1, which is <laughs> oh. an amazing, nice. amazing move. Um, a, uh, I will not say the word, but a pink object that was thrown on the field in Buffalo has a, <laughs> a bit of a sexual connotation. <laughs> What's the odds on that 45 one? 45 to 1. It I, already I has really my money. Like that. It already has uh, my money. Potentially yeah. my favorite, though, at 300 to 1, a dead falcon. <laughs> Oh, my God. God. Wow. Oh, my what God. has happened? Who is throwing a dead falcon? Why is that on the line, <laughs> first of all? Who's no. gonna, yeah, I don't geez. know, but 45 to 1 for the, the pink plastic object. Not a bad gamble there. Sean, you taking that one? Because I am I think I'm giving my money away instantly. <laughs> they do get a little silly down there in H-Town. I know that for a fact. But, <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to pass on the uh, on the battery-operated, mechanical-operated, whatever it is, thingamajig <laughs> on the field. I don't think anything Sometimes manual-handed at this yeah. point, oh, I think, at least in Buffalo's Let, case. Let's yeah. move on from here, Sean. What is your next, uh, your next lock here? I like this one as well. Now, John, I sent it to you, so you're going to have to break down the odds for me. But LeGarrette Blunt, 18 touchdowns on the season, including a touchdown against the Steelers, including two touchdowns uh, against the Jets a couple weeks ago, uh, which I believe was the final game of the season for the Patriots. I, I, I mean, like I said, 18 touchdowns on the season. You're going to give the ball to LeGarrette Blount when you get on the goal line. I like him to score a touchdown in tomorrow's game. Yeah, it's it's uh, and, and the odds on this are crazy to me. If he scores a touchdown, it's plus 160. Wow. They're saying no at minus 180. So you're just like, wow, man. I think if you believe, like I do, that it is going to be a lopsided game for the Patriots, Ooh. at least Why early or late. Giving their picks away I'm not giving it away. I'm pass. not giving it away because we haven't had the lines yet, so it could go either oh, side. Yeah, it's a 40-point hey, line. But hey, I, I think hey, – uh, James. Yeah. Hey, James. 
I like the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's an instant lock for me that, uh, that uh, Blunt scores a touchdown. I like one. that one. Right. Especially if you're going to do that, you may as well double down. And I think he's 6-1 to one odds to score the first touchdown. You yeah. can maybe double up there. How about James Devlin to score a touchdown at 55-1? to one? I can Man. see it. Not yeah. crazy for wow. those odds. Not crazy for those odds. BLG, what's your second lock here? I'm making one up here. Oh! oh on the spot. Okay. Eric Rowe touchdowns allowed. Oh! One point, yes, 1.5. Yes. 1.5. I'll take the under. Under? I'll He's take not, the under. Uh, Eric t- wrote touchdowns because he's going to pick it and take it back to the house. Uh, I will go. How about this? I'll go Eric Rowe Super Bowl MVP. Oh! Yes. At, uh, you know, plus 550. The city will burn to the ground. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No at minus 1,000. But, yeah, I don't know. Something, <laughs> something like that. All right. Here is my uh, second lock here. And. There were a few that I thought of. I know Bill Simmons on his podcast talked about it, the Isaiah Thomas uh, plus two and a half points against the Patri- first the Patriots points. That is an all time lock. I, I mean, if you look at Isaiah Thomas's points, 38, 44, 41, 37, then he had 21, then 38, 25, 41 he scores a ton of points. So I, I like that one. But uh, my number one, I think this is the most obvious lock of the year. Will the word lacrosse be said? Obviously, oh, yes. yes. It will it be will. said. Yes. Chris Hogan is playing in this game. I'm sure he'll have a catch. They're going to wow. say lacrosse. Lock of the year. I don't think the odds are that first great. Quarter. It's like two to five or three to five, but it's still just, just it's a put everything you got on the it. The first time he catches a football, it will be said. I'll even go that far. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I See, I look at this. I'm just looking at the anytime touchdown scores, and, and it's no real, like, there's no real bet in between, the, you know, between us anyway. But my, my theory is always bet on all of the underdogs in this, because in every Super Bowl, somebody catches a touchdown that's like, who? <laughs> who is him? Yep. Like, who? Uh, Justin Hardy's going to come out. Uh, touchdown. James coming. White will sneak in there because it's Belichick well, or something like that. Also, especially, I mean, Matt Ryan threw touchdowns at 13 different receivers. If there was ever a year to take a shot on that, it's this. Absolutely. All right, James, let's All get right, down yes, to the nitty gritty here. It is time, even though we pretty much know what everyone's doing. <laughs> Sean, why don't you tell us again who you're taking? The line hey, is hey. the line is three, by the way, okay. as if yeah. that matters. Shocking. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, I like the South. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just do. I, for some odd reason, I've been riding them. I think they're an amazing team, and, and I like I said, I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. I think it's going to be close. I think we're talking about a classic. Uh, but I really do like the, the Atlanta Falcons offensive line to keep uh, the Patriots off of Matt Ryan, him to have some success. I think they're going to have some success running the football with both of those backs. I love Freeman. I've loved them since, hey, hard knocks, man. There it is. That's the one guy that came up hard knocks that was jumping <laughs> off the screen at me. Uh, so here we are, Super Bowl 51 tomorrow. Uh, give me the Falcons 28-24. I like the under. Everyone's talking about how you can't bet against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, especially after Deflategate and everything. To me, why are you betting against a Falcons offense that's scoring 35 points a game? This is better than the greatest show on turf. Four points better per game than that great offense. Wow. Uh, Also edging them in yards per play. 37 less turnovers than that greatest show on turf. The Falcons offense is for real. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Wow, uh, I was so Whoa. excited to get Whoa. to ring the bell here. And and I, you, can you just hit it for me? Just say, I want to ring the bell, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not ringing the bell. I'm all in on this Falcons wow. team. Look at I this agree happening. with Brandon. I agree with Sean. I'm so sick and tired of everyone talking about, oh, oh, it did, did no chance they beat Brady and Belichick. They've been there a million times. They could do this. Dan Quinn is tough. He is a tough coach. He's a competitive football team. The offense has open receivers on every single play. And you know what? They're changing it up in the playoffs. They're blitzing like twice the amount they've been doing it. They're going to get pressure. That's the key. Deion Jones, remember that name. He's going to be a big, big player in this game. 
I'm taking the Falcons outright. Oh, ring the bell! Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. What is wrong with you? It's the evil empire for a reason. They'll cheat. They'll claw. They will destroy the Atlanta Falcons once and for all, and the the franchise will crumble once Kyle Shanahan goes to San Francisco. And that is it. Get used to it. Imagine the look at the look at how America's turning out right now. You honestly think that the Falcons have a chance in this one? You're crazy. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much for everybody. Yeah, you know what? I forgot about Belichick did steal Kyle Shannon's backpack this week, so that should help. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Sean, we will definitely catch you on Fox 29, my friend. Thank you so much for this uh, this entire season. But we'll we look forward to uh, when free agency starts up once again. We'll have you back on. Hey, man, we got the NFL draft here in Philly, but please wake up tomorrow with Fox 29. Good day. We got a special Mike and Alex show, 7 to 10 a.m. We got 12 puppies coming to the studio. We actually have a live falcon and a guy that dresses up as a patriot for a living. So not the the dead falcon that's 300 to (laughs) 1 on the field. Okay, guys. This one will be alive. 7 a.m. Fox 29 tomorrow. Boys, thank you very much. And as always, shout out to BGN Radio. (laughs) Thank you, Sean. We appreciate it, buddy. And look, uh, Listen, the season's coming to a close. We just want to get this in there before we, before we leave. It has truly been an honor to be part of such a great station. It is the, the future is bright. It's, it's a much better spot for us to be in. We never thought we would get here. It took us three years of clawing and, and a lot of other things to be at 94 WIP, and we can't thank you guys enough for everybody that listens in every Saturday and follows the podcast at BGN Radio underscore or BGN underscore radio. Look, I'm going all over the place, but I do want to thank, of course, even today, uh, you know, uh, Mike Angelina for producing, Mike Tafiri for for being there basically almost every Saturday, Vince Quinn, Tom Kelly, our own Sue Schilling, who's been doing a fantastic job today, Tom Foti, Titus Feldoon, of course, Spike Eskin uh, and uh, Maria Donahue and sales guy John. John Gentile has been doing uh, an amazing job for awesome us, stuff for this, us. In, yep. this entire season uh, with, you know, stuff that we do with Bud Light. Of course, Sean Brace and Kyle Scott for uh, hanging out with us our entire season. That's going to do it for BGN Radio. Put a fork in us. We're done for the season. We will see you once free agency starts right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Go Falcons. <laughs>